Hey, it's Harold Hoffelton. Welcome to D4. You're listening to yours truly. Now to uh, get these pants on. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4. Where I, Devin. And I, Dustin, Cody M, a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Last time on Deadly Dispute and Doom Raider Delegations, the party is confronted by a strange group looking for an item delivered to the butcher. They learn that this group is not Zintarum as they expected, but are new members of the Xanathar, and they are nothing like what they are used to seeing. These characters seem to serve dark gods, as a lot of them have accoutrement attuning towards the undeath. The party is escorted into the trades ward, where Seisha summons her mount and flees with Vinley's bag of holding containing the box of pain as the special merchandise for Manchu. A fight breaks out, and with the aid of the Doom Raiders, they are able to hold off the attack, but not before Vinley falls. Though Istrid is close by and revivifies the Elven Wizard quickly. In the midst of the fight, Karnin, the Cudgel of Carnage, the Hobgoblin Harold saw at Las Pinadoro, who works the Rose, came out and revealed that it he is who they were going to see. Harold, disguised as the Harlequin, draws his ire until the illusion falls, but Karnan flees, not sticking around. Voss, trying to keep the watch from arresting them, outs Renair, Harold, and V as harpers, but it seems to work, and they are let go. Heading back to the manor, they meet up with Dabble, who takes the box and does not open it, as it has many protections on it, as well as the symbol of the Sacro Saints, a sect of the Order of the Gauntlet. Dabble and the Doom Raiders take the box and leave, as Vinley takes out the lead and heads to the Blackstaff Tower, receiving a package from Kuzima on her way out. With the party feeling defeated, overwhelmed, and lost, we pick up our game back at the Trollskull Manor. Vinley now go gone, finding respite at the Blackstaff Tower with the recently emancipated Alpha Lead. It is around late midday now, pushing close to around three o'clock. With no threats knocking at your door and a few days to plan to get organized for the gala and figure out what to do with Thardux Sturbuckler, what are you doing for the rest of the day? So, I kind of sensing party's defeat and perhaps that the rest may need a chance to recompense. Um, I stand up and say, I'm heading back to the field ward. It's been a while since we've trained the people we have there. I'd like to give them some of my hours. Any of you are welcome to come if you wish. Um, I, I was actually thinking about going around to some of the different temples in town and warning them about what's been going on with the murders. It would be a good use of your time. I have to rent the carriages, I guess. Uh, I'll go. With who? Me? No, with Boss. I mean, I'm supposed to help 
them learn oh, how that's to right. themselves. Yes. Yeah. This may be a good opportunity for that. I turn and look at Harold. Doesn't look happy. I can sense that. But not receiving an answer, I nod and I head out the door. Oh, we, we're not going to talk about it. That's We're just going to let it go. That's the plan? That's what he says as you turn. I turn back around. He hadn't moved yet. I sit down. Oh, Voss, what you did back there is unacceptable, man. What? I gotta ask what you were thinking. What happened? Voss takes a moment. It was a panic. It was a mistake. Yeah, it was. What happened? I outed them as Harpers. Oh, that. I thought it might... Get the heat off you? Yes. What happened to some secrets aren't yours to tell? As I said, it was a panic move. I apologize. I gotta ask you one question and then I won't bring it up again. When you look at me, do you see the guy who's willing to throw himself to the wolves for you? Or am I just another grappling hook on your belt? You know, that's not supposed to be that hard of an answer. It actually is. Because it'd be easy for me to say the latter. But I don't think at this point you'd believe me, would you? I know when I know the difference between a cock up and doing something bad. You cocked up. But I want to make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen again. This is bigger than the city. I have obligations to an organization across the entire planet. And I can't make those kind of risks. Not in my line of work. Not with the kind of things you know I'm doing. And I just need to know you understand the gravity of what happened. That's all. I'm not going to hold this against you, and I definitely don't distrust you. But I am angry. It'll pass. I'll get over it. But right now, I'm a little pissed. So I just need to know. You recognize how much you mean to me, right? I need some kind of assurance that you respect me enough to know that that can't happen again. Boss is silent for a little while, actually. But not. And that is what I will do. All right. 
and I'm good. I'm going to stay here and cool off. Boss nods. But before he heads out, briefly goes to his room and uses his last paper bird um, to send to Rainier. Okay. Uh, all it does is ask him to come in the morning, tomorrow. Do you is <clears throat> so you use the uh, the uh, paper bird? Paper bird, yes. I wanted to yeah. say bird paper, but I knew that was wrong. <laughs> uh, you want to use the paper bird? You don't say anything. You just say come meet in the morning. Come meet in the morning. It's important. Okay. Okay. It's just going to wait for Voss and V to leave. Um, v actually wants to take a moment to talk to Harold privately. Sure. Okay. Um, Harold, did you leave to go upstairs? I'm, I'm just chilling out on the, like, I'm just sitting in the common area just kind of quietly. Okay. Hey, um, Harold, I, uh, I wanted to speak to you privately for a couple minutes if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. I just I I feel like I kind of had I really have more um I, I let me just start from the beginning. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like getting ahead of myself. Um so uh where do I start? Um so like I've actually I mean, obviously, we already know that I was, like, obviously but hurt that I didn't really know Glass's, like, past slave thing. Right. And um, I get that that wasn't, like, other people's information to tell me. So I decided to try to confront Boss about it and tell him something that I found out recently that nobody else knows, including you, to try to build some sort of trust, to try to tell yeah. him to be, like... Buddy, if we're gonna be in this group, we gotta be able to tell each other our weird pasts and stuff. Oh yeah. And um, he did legit think that I would turn him in. And that's why he didn't want me to know, which just tells me he just really has no idea who I am at all, which is really cool. Um, but. I wanted to talk to you about the thing I told him because I was planning on telling you regardless. It just happened to happen this way. Um, sorry, I know I need to get to the point. Okay, so uh, I recovered some forgotten memories, which is weird because like, how do memories just like become forgotten? Um, Can I roll like Arcana to know that there's a spell that does that? Of course, of course you can. can. <laughs> 19. I think that's true. It might be. That might not be enough, actually. No, I don't think it's enough. I think it is just under. And I, think, yeah, I think it's one under. And once again, because uh, I think you've rolled this exact number before <laughs> on it, you know that something exists. You're just not sure exactly right. what it is, what it entails. What the method is. Yeah. Just yeah. that it's out there. Yes, but Somebody you, thought you of know this. that there are magics that can do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll explain that much. I mean, there's lots of magic that can do that sort of thing. What did you forget? Wow, I feel dumb that I didn't consider magic. 
anyways, that probably makes sense. My family probably fell on me. Cool. Um, so I had this teacher when I was roughly like 12, 13, you know, I had all of these, you knew I had all those private tutors. Anyways, um, she in particular would randomly talk to me about star spawn, like really serious and intensely and kind of hush hush about it. Like I didn't tell anyone that's what she was teaching me randomly until I started having all of these nightmares and I ended up telling my mom because I was scared and trying to explain my nightmares and then she just like disappeared uh one day after I told them this when the nightmares started happening and she was my favorite teacher I remember loving her I remember being really close to her I just remember like really caring about this person and I can't even remember their name or fully what they look like or what happened to them. And I know that when they disappeared, I asked what happened and they said that she just moved. She just like moved on to, I guess, tutor someone else or go somewhere else without saying goodbye or anything. And that's the last I really remember of it. And I know that this information about star spawn, a beer, and all of the creepy star stuff, um, it has something to do with my dad and the, the mines. I don't know. I don't actually know. And I have no idea how to even begin figuring out this weird puzzle. And I just know I'm going to need like you and like Voss and probably Vinley to help me figure this out. He looks over at Seisha and then back at her and is like, she's probably going to be your best bet right now because she has the library. But the library doesn't have anything on Star Spawn. We've already tried. Well, then we're going to have to just start looking for other places. The, That's, the, I, fact, I guess... the fact is that she's probably the foremost researcher on the team right now, as long as Vinley's busy. Or we could talk to Petunia. She's very smart. We can get, we can get a crew on this and we'll work on it. The best part about this is that all of us have something to add there. And I'm proud of you for telling Voss. Voss is a trustworthy guy, and even if he is nervous about you knowing these things, now that you do, I think maybe it's time for you guys to try to see what you guys have in common and just think better. I'm I'm a little pissed at him right now, but I mean, the guy's like, I, we're just too close. I can't stay angry at him. can't stay angry at any of you. I know being a Harper means more to you really than it does to me. To me, it just kind of felt like I got to be included in a cool club, honestly. Um, are we allowed to be Harpers after being outed? Yeah. I mean, I can always lie to somebody and make them, make them think that we, you know, that guy's crazy and we don't, you know, whatever. I can always get us out if we have to. The fact of the matter is that, you know, we were lucky that he told who he told, and it was, like he said, it was just a panic moment. I don't think he meant anything by it. I, I definitely don't think he was trying to be nefarious. So, you know, we try to keep it as under wraps as we can, considering we are like the the, the silent cord that 
rings throughout the city. But when it comes to having to potentially investigate the Cathalian steel mines, uh, I ha- have to have someone like boss on my side for that. I can't. Hey, don't say you not... have to. You, you already do have somebody like boss on your side. He'd help you if you asked him. He, I think he wants. I think he wants the two of you to have a pleasant working environment. I don't know that he wants to be your best friend, but I know for a fact that he respects the things you can do and you can do a lot more than you think you can. This whole thing, look how much you've already done. You've gotten these memories back. You're going to push through and between the two of us, there's nothing that's going to hold us back. We're going to find out the answers. Whatever it takes. Back through traumatic times the whatever doesn't matter um look as far as i'm concerned the the person i met when i first met you wouldn't have been able to do all the things you've done you're really strong you, you should have a lot more faith in yourself you're gonna pull through this and we're gonna figure it out as a team like we always do yeah i guess i just really feel like I needed to, now that I've realized, explain to you guys why I knew so much about Starspawn that Seisha couldn't find research on, which I'm sure bothered her. But. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you know, and hopefully we can get to the bottom of it soon because things are cranking up, aren't they? I just have so many questions for this tutor. I have so many questions is. in general about your upbringing. We're going to get those answers. I just, if she knew something was going on with my dad and was teaching me about Star Spawn, like, was she sent by somebody? Like, is there, like, how, I'm just trying to figure out all the connections, how long it's been going on, like, how it's connected and related, by the way. What the hell does my dad have to do with Star Spawn? Only one way to find out, and that's to research. Hopefully, Seisha will manage that dinner with your mom, and that'd be a good first step. I honestly don't really see that going anywhere. You know how my mom is. She's so you should never, stubborn. You should never underestimate the charisma of Asasha. I just feel like you should never underestimate the stubbornness of a Cathala. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know better than anybody. Trust me. Let me tell you. Hours on silverware. Hours. One little spot. Start over, Harold. Start over. I know. Just a water stain. It, it was a water stain, but they don't want no water stain. Like, we, could, we could go about this for hours. I, I have so much bitterness. Look, the fact of the matter is, we'll work through this together. And, and I'm, if, even if it's maybe not, doesn't mean as much to you as it does to me, I'm glad you're a Harper with me. Me too. Even yeah. if Boss outed us out, I did not know how to respond to that. It's okay. I, it was to a cop. We're, we'll be fine. I hold up the fist and I go for the fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then I will uh, chill out and wait for uh, Boss and them to head out. All right. I'll wait with you. Uh, I head out. Okay. All right. I will. Are you, you going with them, B? Yeah. Okay, great. So <clears throat> as as you are heading down the um the stairs and making your way around, uh, you are Boss. You actually run head first. Well, 
Well, she runs head. First. She runs head first and trips and stumbles backwards as you both come around the corner. As Petunia is now tumbling end over end, book in hand, kind of going flying uh, into the air, but landing um, perfectly back on on her chest and not into the puddle next to her. Uh. She almost landed in because uh, oh. uh, is starting to die down in. The heavy rain. the heavy rain has let up and is now but just kind of a soft drizzle. Well, hello there. Hello. Sorry, you to Hello. Seem to be excellent at making spectacular entrances per the norm. Oh, thank you. I extend a hand to help her up. <laughs> sure. She'll accept it. How is how is everyone? I I decided to stop by on my finished deliveries. How is, it, how is everyone? It's been a bit of a day. A bit of a day? Your, your presence may be required to cheer up a certain someone, I think, who would be glad oh. to see you. Well, the tavern if you want to go see him. Okay. And, and she'll be like, okay, well, um, is are, are you guys leaving? We'll be, we'll be back at some point in time. Is there okay. urgent business you need with us? Gray no. force business. I was just stopping by to visit. All right. Well, I won't impede your progress then. All right. Well, then I will go say hello to Harold. I assume that's who you're referring to. That's a safe assumption to make. <laughs> All right. And she will turn on her heel, check to see if she's on any of her shoelaces and then make her way into the common room. Um, uh, when... I want to make sure that, yeah, you, you know, I know you wanted to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, just real quick. Yeah. Carol? Yeah. It's not just the heartbreak thing, is it? What do you mean? I don't know. I've just been getting a weird vibe off you. Well, we're losing. See, that's 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 the weird vibe you're getting. Is I feel like we're losing. Why? Well, you see, I got knocked unconscious in front of the cudgel today, who knows me personally and is always looking for an opportunity to stomp someone to death. Not to mention, I got the feeling you really hated the whole Harlequin thing. Which, by the way, I debased myself to the lowest standard of human being, if you could even call him that. So, just maybe not in the greatest of moods. What do you mean, based yourself? I pretended to be the Harlequin so that I could scare them or fix things up or trick them or something. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just kind of drew a lot of attention to me and I'm very certain the cudgel got to look at my face. Harold, I mean, the rose is the Xanathar. Yeah, I know. So... So that means that he knows directly now. Yeah, but... You think he would have forgotten about you? It doesn't matter whether or not he's forgotten about me. Up to this point, he liked me because I got him his seat according to him. Now, I look like I'm doing to him what we did to the previous Xanathar. So he's we'll not, see how things turn out. He's not an idiot. He would have expected it. I don't think that... I don't think he thought I had the the guts to do something like this. Harold, I think this whole thing was a setup. Maybe. I think he knew exactly what you were going to do. He knew exactly what all of us would do. 
I don't think so. It's, he's not interested. Why would you discuss a rendezvous around people you know are working against you? I think, I think he felt in control. And I, and obviously he doesn't work for the Xanathar, so they, he couldn't have known that this was going to happen. Maybe he knew there was a mole, but I don't think that he knew that they were going to send the greatest crack squad of ass kickers I've ever seen to come take down that, that box. Okay. Did you see the way they were dressed? How do they walk around town looking oh, like yeah. that? No, they made no. me look quiet and purple. That- I- the one you that chased—he—he he was a follower of Ball, God of Murder. He was a murder guy. Maybe he was just having a ball. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I turn and see Petunia coming in the door. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you wanted to say, or of course. Oh, hi, Petunia. Hey. Hello. I'm heard that my way out. You guys, um, behave. Yeah. Oh, by I, the way, Sasha, um, yeah. I want. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I just wanted to let you know that I, I looked for the Far Realm books that you asked me to, and I, I know gone. I said we had some in stock, but I couldn't all find gone. them. Yeah. Same thing at the Font of Knowledge. Sorry. All of the Far Realm books in town seem to be disappearing. That's really strange. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. No. Thankfully, I got to read over the ones in the restricted section before they went missing. So I at least know what was in them. Oh, well, that's It went missing from the restricted area? Yeah. From the savant's own room. Great. Great. Yeah. And I take pride in my inventorying, so the fact that we don't have ours is definitely suspicious. Yeah. Anyways, you guys have fun. Okay. Have a good time. Okay. All right. Maybe do a little. Okay. Why don't you just go ahead and we'll okay, catch you later. Okay. okay. Bye. Nice seeing you, Sasha. <laughs> oh. Sasha leaves. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, uh uncomfortable. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Harold looks beat to shit. He's nine health hit points out of forty-four. <laughs> <gasps> She kind of looks him up and down, kind of like looks over to the fire, looks back at him and goes, do you want to go sit down? The fire, I think that's actually downstairs. Um, oh, so downstairs. It's like, yeah, so Harold, uh, I don't want to freak out customers. Um, what with my, both my nose, nostrils bleeding and the bleeding from this year and the whole, my disheveled hair, which is a whole other mess that I don't want to talk about. It's going to take me hours to get it back to where it needs to be. I guess we're just so used to it, we didn't comment on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Petunia will prestidigitate all the, you know, the prestidigitatable stuff off of him. Sorry. So you're able to clean clean the blood and, you know, mm-hmm. fix his hair a bit. Dry you kind of you kind of like, caught come, me after an ass kicking. Down here. Down here. Uh, and then, like, if he leans down, she'll kind of. Uh, uh, all right. There you go. Good as new. Thank you. I gotta get my ass kicked right before you got here, so I apologize. It looks like it. What happened? Um. Can you talk about it? 
Is this I one guess. Of those? Yes. You know what? I can. I took a box from bad people and we're throwing it in the ocean because we don't know what's in it. Okay. And those people were really mighty pissed that we wanted to take that box and they kicked 10 shades of shit out of me in the middle of the street. Well then, that's... Yeah. And my greatest enemy, one of his main lackeys, saw my face. So... Your greatest enemy? Uh... Oh, wow. We have a lot of catching up to do, don't we? Um, you don't know about the rose, do you? I, I don't think Petunia would... Would Petunia even be aware of that? Now? I didn't think she did. She's like, uh... The... It occurred flower? No. No. Book? Um... It's a good book. No. It's the assassin that I used to work for, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, see, you know, I used to be, I used to get all emotional when I told this story, but now it feels so far away and mundane. It's almost comical. I used to work for this very dangerous man called the Rose, who's this extremely powerful assassin. He works in the city. Um, he's the new Xanathar. Because who fucking cares about keeping secrets anymore? And he's... I used to do some really shady things for him. Things I'm not proud of when I was younger and didn't have a choice. When I left, uh, I guess he used the Harlequin to keep an eye on me. And, uh, uh three strings you might have met. Oh! I... Yeah. Turns out he's a spy for the Rose, and he was planning on doing terrible things to me. And long story short, I think I killed him. But unfortunately, I put the Rose in a position of extreme power, and here we are. So, you know, who knows what's about to happen in the next few days. I... My favorite book is one that I never returned to a library back home. Okay, Hon now we're Honestly, they should probably shackle you. I don't know how you live with yourself. Frankly, it's the most demonstrably evil thing I've ever seen in my life. It's a really good book. What's it called? It's it's actually, it's called The Wind in the South Sea. It's, it's Oh, the, song the one with the song. Yeah, I love that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a it's a love story. It's it's my favorite. <laughs> Mine too. I uh, uh, I think if I read it, it's probably great. Um, I'm just glad you're here. Um, I'm glad to be here too. Uh, you, you why don't we go get a drink now that I'm cleaned up? We can get a drink and hang out for a little bit. I'll I'll, I'll get you lunch. It's on me. I'd love to. All right, and we'll head downstairs and do that. All right, and you both head downstairs and, and spend spend the evening in each other's company, uh, reminiscing and, and catching up and, and uh, he healing by and the hearth. Healing by the hearth, you can one hundred percent take a short rest <laughs> and and heal two d eight plus something. Plus Goblin four. knows she has it. Two d eight plus two, I think is what it is. <laughs> the look on Goblin's face was like, "Sure, I do. Let me find it." <laughs> But uh, as that is happening, plus two. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Two D ten plus two. Yeah. Um, but as that is happening, uh, V, are you accompanying Voss? 
I am, yes. Okay, okay cool. Uh, you all make your way to the field ward. Um, and as you're wandering the streets, you actually come across a few of your neighborhood mercenary patrols stationed in the field ward. Um, some of the talking points um, are they take you to Grek, who is running the house now and training the new recruits in the basement. They've stopped a few users of Harrow Dust with an odd side effect to withdrawals. And the withdrawals being the afflicted keep speaking in a language that they do not understand, but it fades once their mind is theirs again. I asked them to repeat the language as best they can. Obviously, it's not going to be one for one, but... They can't. Okay. Uh, they, they contradict each other. They're like, ah, see the... Understood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and it does not sound like a racial language. I will say that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, I will say you at least pick up that. Okay. With what they are saying. It, it sounds like a different form of common. Um... And uh, you find Gret. <clears throat> he lets you know that there's you got about a dozen more greenhorns, which is good because you're down six. Because... I ask him where they fell and how. So they actually encountered one of the uh, aberrations that mutated from the hero dust overdose that you encountered before. It took it took a group of them. Six of them fell, but they were able to bring it down. Hmm. Um, uh, he lets you know um, the dust is less prevalent, but harder to find now. I think that's due to our presence. I I uh, applaud Greg's efforts. Um, I give him an extra silver. We already paid them for the week, but I'll go ahead and give them that. Yeah. It takes eight bites on it. And it work. And he, he looks at you and goes, uh, what the fuck are those things? How the fuck do we kill them more easily? That is an excellent question. And that's something we need to gather the men for. I have brought help today, and I turn towards V. I say, Hi. she's a stalwart warrior and an excellent combatant. And I think she can shore up those who may be more accustomed to fight like her than you and I. All right, I'll get the men as uh, Greg uh, will start gathering everybody and whoever's like close around and not on patrol, he'll gather them and get them in the basement. And as he pulls them out, you see most of them are human as uh, a lot of the people within the city and around all the walls uh, are human, but you see all of the the half and quarter mix of races, uh, ranging from the smallest smalls to like the biggest big. You even see like a furbolg and uh, a larger like like dragonborn and uh, lizardkin and other sorts of uh, races that are more akin to these stature. And everything I... in between. Yep. Gotcha. Um, I, as soon as the men are rallied, I step forward and ask V to join me. This is Veomiliana Vetterock. I know you haven't had the opportunity to meet all of us, but I think as you can see from her, I can attest personally, she is a 
stalwart fighter and someone who could learn a lot from. B, go ahead. And I step back, giving you the floor to speak. Okay. Hey, everyone. Uh, just call me V. No need for the full fancy name. Um, so uh, I guess, I don't know how to go about this. How experienced would you all say you are with fighting in general? You get like a mix of, you know, I stabbed a guy in an alley once to, I don't know. And then someone would be like, ah, I've killed already 15 men. Okay, so I'm taking it y'all probably only like panic fought people. When you fight people when you're panicking. Is that correct? Okay, well that's fine. Um, so here's the deal. I feel before we can start training with any sort of weapon, we all need to figure out how to fight using just our bodies. Um, it sounds to me that a lot of you are depending on weapons and you need to start thinking of yourself as a weapon so you can be more in tune with your motions and attacks as well as be able to read your opponent's motions and attacks. Does that make sense? A couple half-hearted yeahs, but okay. So I, so I know it sucks. cups and grappling, something like that. Um, goodness. Okay. Uh, so over the next few hours, <laughs> you and Voss work with them on basic techniques, basic hand-to-hand -hand combat, basic body move, like movement readings. Uh, and just getting a, a general grasp of basic combat techniques, the fundamentals, basically. When we have a chance, um, there is something like perhaps towards the end of the training sessions, as I spent a few hours here. Of course. I once again take stage at the front of it. I need everyone here to understand something. Everyone here, I feel, has a concept of what is considered a fair fight, correct? You, know, you get the insight that, yeah, most of them understand what a fair fight means. A fair fight, to those outside of the field ward, is a one-on-one -on -one combat. You armed with whatever shard or shiv you may have against someone in plate mail armor with a full set of swords. That's fair. But that's not the field ward way, is it? And most of them shake their head no. <laughs> Greg goes, fuck no. Right. That's not the way we fight in the field ward. Well, what is the way? Is the, the way you just taught us, is, is that different than what's on the other side? We don't fight one-on-one. -on -one. We fight four on one. We fight five on one. We're not looking for fair. We're looking to win. We're not warriors. We're bullies. And I take a knife and I shear into the wall behind me, the letters BFG, and I place beside it the words bully field guard.
I'll get oh, I like it. it. I guess we're BFGs now. That you are. Don't be afraid to run. Don't be afraid to find more. Keep in mind, you want to defend the lat. You want to defend the area you're in. They come into the field war. They fight the field war way. One of them brings a knife. You bring five, with men on every side of them. You run to a back alley where there are six waiting for you. You run back to a place where you have ten. You do not fight their way. You make them fight our way. You all need to go back. Remember, you want to defend this place and make it safe for your families. You want to raise it up by your own hands. But you want to go back to your families, your wives, your husbands, your children. Fight the field ward way. Live, outnumber, overpower every time. And even those things out there can fall. Remember, uh, not warriors, you're bullies. With that, they all seem to start chanting BFG. Raising their weapons and sparring against each other with the new uh, types of combat that uh, you've taught them today, and even going through drills of uh, multiple on one. Mm. Obviously, the one is not doing so well. But <laughs> I participate. I let I let like four or five gang up on me at once to let them see okay. how that feels. Yep. Got it. Yeah, and and um, between you and V, the main thing that they're fighting is abominations. They're not fighting people. Yeah. They're fighting the stuff that the hero dust turned people into. Yeah, they're fighting that and also try any dealers that they find yep. will also do that. But as Greg said earlier, those are a lot harder and fewer uh, to find. And it is probably more so as they have gone more into hiding and more covert with their deals. Uh, but with this, Greg pulls you aside. Uh, v as well. Um, and he's like, uh, so the few that we did find, um, I got, what do you want to do with it? And he brings you into a back room and he unlocks a drawer and there's a couple of bags of hair dust. The stuff's real good. I accidentally inhaled it once. Same. It is good. Oh, man. Destroy what you find. Mostly. Every five bags, keep one in a place safe where no one else knows it's there. There are people that may, I know, that may actually pay good money to have this and study it. I take one of the bags, but just one, and I ask him to destroy the other two. In fact, if there's a fireplace nearby, I I don't do that because I don't know how that's going to react. How big are these bags? Uh, they're like small coin pouches. Oh, okay, okay. I, in my mind, I was imagining like a flower sack. So no, I was like, no, I'm no. just going to hold that. Very, very small. Like yeah. a small, <laughs> like a single, like single set of dice set bags. Okay, yeah, okay. Very, very, you know, like a dime bag, dog. Right. There are people here who won't risk selling it to the community who may want this and pay coin for it. I'll have to ask them about it. First and foremost, though, you're doing a good job keeping everyone out. Oh, uh, uh, other thing. <clears throat> people are real responsive to your 
particular motivation. I understand your meaning. You'll be getting that every week. I have potentially, when we shore things up a bit, I have the means, may have the means and the connections to turn this into a much better barracks than it is right now. Maybe start feeding you all decent meals throughout the day. Won't say no to that. No, I sure. Like rubs his stomach. As this place gets safer, we may need to start looking into getting businesses as well. Vio, any thoughts? Gosh. Um. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just in my head trying to figure out the best way to train people in fighting because it's not teaching isn't exactly something I'm used to doing. Um, I do think it is really good to have all of their like, you know, passion and emotion into it. I just don't want them to try to go too hard too fast. Like he said, if it seems to get if we're if we're not in favor, we're gonna run. Okay. As long as y'all still have that survival instinct to run, it's okay. Uh, I will say, uh, ever since there's been a lot more of these uh, Harrow Spawn people, uh, the guard's gotten a lot of bit, a little bit more touchy with the field ward. Hmm. Keep an eye on them. Not all of them are as they appear to be. I'm touchy. I mean, they've helped a little bit, but I think they're trying to blame us. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm also working on getting all of you decent arms and armor. I might have to talk to my contacts, but with any luck, I'll be able to get you something better than what you have. But I want to make sure, and I point to both Vilmiliana and myself, that you're trained enough to use it so that it makes a difference. He nods. Like, yeah. Excellent. Not, nothing worse than a, you know, a bloke stabbing himself in the stomach because he doesn't know how to properly sheathe his blade. I'm not saying yeah. that's happened as he, like, looks down at a scar on his stomach. <laughs> Never happened. I was fighting oh. carters. Carters. Yeah, I think that's what they're called. I would hope that someone who almost killed me would be a little better now. I was young. <laughs> I Very, made well. Drunk. <laughs> Very well. Well, I'll do this more often as time passes. Make sure everything's shorn up. And okay. I take the info. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I take the information that he gave me along with where they're seeing this and I don't know if it'd be possible, knowing what I know about the field war, maybe contact information. Is there any way I can pinpoint an area where this seems to be localizing? No. Every bit of information you got has been just sporadic throughout. There's no... It's all chaos. There's no pattern. Um, where the where the dealings were, which is the Samis, yep. um, that's where they kept going, and that's where a lot of the dealers have kind of dispersed. And now it's really hard to find. But as for these aberrations, there isn't like a centralized location. It is literally just anywhere. Anybody that got a hold of some of this hero dust uh, seems to 
be turning. All right. Thank Ugh. you, Will. Uh, and uh, you both make your way back after um, quite a few hours. The sun's starting to go down as you make your way back to the, the manor. As we're making our way back to the manor, um, no doubt the carriage rise here was made in silence. I turn to V and I say, what do you want? What do you mean? I mean, in general. What is your mission, your desire? What do you want? I point back to the field ward. You want the field ward? I don't want it. I want to do what we were doing here today. And I want to find those children. There's a lot of things I want in this city, but you, I don't know. I've never really figured out exactly what it is you want. So I thought I'd just ask. I guess just a place to belong, really. You have that. There's gotta be more to you than that. I mean, I, d I don't, not really. I don't know. When I left home, I envisioned leaving Waterdeep, not staying. Um, that's part of why I really want, when all of this whole mess is over and done with, I just really want to go to the mountains to try to see if I could find, I don't know, just anything left of your father's conquest? Sort of, I guess. Not even so much that. I just feel like there's something out there that I don't know about that has to do with the Goliaths from my mom's side of the family. And I just really, really, really feel this need to leave. I just know I can't do it alone. Did you join them? Leave the city, perhaps? Take up that life? I don't Again, know. You don't seem the type. I don't know. All I know is, is that I have to go find that out for myself and then decide. I just know that I can't leave by myself and fend for myself by myself and find potentially nothing or imminent death. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I just know I can't do it alone. And I don't even necessarily envision myself like leaving Harold or Sasha, Vinley, any of you guys. I just have this intense need to know. It's hard to explain beyond that. Well, when all this business is done the city calms down I'll help you on this assuming you even know where to go I have a map well that's a start then. as well as a um, potential you know trail I guess you could call it your father is going to be at the gala yeah Probably. I don't know much about Mr. Elithak Gathala, aside from the fact that he was a conqueror of your tribe. 
and that he seems to be a very dangerous and very intelligent man. And let me say this as well. You, flaunting the name of a clan he conquered to his face, may make him, well, may bring his ire on us. What else do I have? It's not like I can use the Gathala name any longer anyways. Maybe. I just... Sometimes I'm surprised he let my grand live. I don't know. All I know is that he's a dangerous entity. That at some point or another we're going to confront. It's inevitable. Conquerors don't stop being conquerors. No, they don't. They just choose a different target. Well, he's definitely chosen Waterdeep. I agree. Part of why I don't even want to be here anymore. Would you be willing to confront him? Fight him if it came down to that? I'm not saying at the gala. Eventually. Have this problem with words, and it sucks. It sucked so much growing up in a noble house when you're stuck with words. That's all nobles fight with is words. And all I know is how to fight my hands. I can fight you physically. I just, I'm, I'm not eloquent. I've, I never wanted to be. And I never tried to be really. Something they always found frustrated. They were always frustrated with me about that. So when it comes to confronting my dad, if it was fighting in an arena or whatever, sure, but I just, I get so flustered with confrontation. I never know what to say. It's why I always have such a hard time talking to you, which is odd. Like, what is your education, by the way? Um, Based off C of the education? It's just the way you speak doesn't match your history to me. Ah, that's a fair assessment. Like you speak the way my family wants me to or wanted me to growing up. I speak the way the woman who taught me spoke. She was eloquent. She had to be. She was first mate. She raised me, trained me, amongst other things. She I taught speak. you how to read and stuff? I knew how to read beforehand. We were prepped in the orphanage. We trained for five years and then were sold off. Anything you would need to know at the sea, we learned there, which I didn't think much of as a child, but makes a lot more sense now when you're being raised as cattle. It's just... Sometimes you sound more noble than I do. I assure you, if you have any despising of nobility, I share your sentiment. I just, it, none of it ever felt right. It never felt like me and they never cared what I wanted. And it's really difficult to know what you want when no one allows you that freedom. So, I have no wrongs to right the way that you guys all do. So where are you strong? 
What do you mean? Where are you strong? What do you have confidence in? Fighting. What else? Well, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good at putting an outfit together. Okay. What else? You know, presentation in a sense. Well, phys- you know, visual presentation. You do fill out a dress nicely. Thank you. But I also feel like I can dress other people too. It's not just about me. My point in all this, they fight you on that ground because they know you're weak there. I would. You have to make them fight you where you're strong. Where you're confident. Where to fight counts for a lot, particularly in noble houses. You've seen Mert. He doesn't speak with eloquence, and he stinks. Yet I would bet he could walk up to any noble and put them to shame. He makes them fight where he is strong. You have to do the same. I guess I just don't know how to go about well, doing that. If you're so good at dressing yourself, then be something that needs no words. Be something that walks into the room and draws attention beyond what they can comprehend. That way you don't need to say a damn thing. Do you think you could do that? Possibly. I guess it just depends on the statement you want to make. Then I suggest you figure that out for the week's end. Hmm. I guess I just, I don't know. My only way I knew of dealing with it growing up, whether I meant to or not, was just doing the opposite was asked of me all the time. You'll figure it out, I think. (sighs) There's nothing more confusing than trying to walk that weird line of like trying to please everyone, but also not wanting to do anything anyone tells you all the time. You have a choice now. No one's pulling your leash. Not everybody has that. Okay. I'm actually going to have to part ways with you here. Dabble wanted to speak with me about something, but I shouldn't be gone too long. That's okay. I'll join you back at the manor. Okay. Um, it'll actually, the carriage will drop you off V and then you can head off okay. towards the other world boss. Um, mm-hmm. But we're going to jump over to Sancta. Uh As you make your way to the pond, mm-hmm. um, you, as you make your way to the majestic marble two uh, bell towered uh, keep that is the temple, the font of knowledge, with the stained glass of the muses above, there is something that you notice, not only at the font of knowledge, but also at the nearby adjacent uh, hall of justice, or the temple of Tear. And that is an overwhelming, at least a new notice amount of watch that seem to be patrolling these streets. 
Well, that's good to see. As you enter, um, you come across uh, more people getting ready for uh, being initiated into the temple as a couple of people are going over last minute notes, readying themselves to display themselves, whatever accoutrement of story or performance they might be uh, getting ready for at the late hour at sunset. Um, but you- Is there anyone that looks like especially nervous? There, there are a few. There's uh, a, a woman that um, seems to be kind of frantically going over her notes and seems like maybe she had misplaced something. Say so she's going to walk over to her. Excuse me. So kind of look up and kind of noticing the, the pendant and that you wear and the shield. And... I, yes. Um, you look a little nervous. That obvious. I, I just wanted to tell you that it's not as bad as you're thinking it's going to be. It's actually kind of fun. Just let yourself enjoy the moment and revel in the truth of it. Go ahead and make me a persuasion check. Good at that. That's a 14. I'm okay at that. <laughs> no, that's not bad. Uh, and you kind of see her shoulders straighten a bit as she nods. It's going to be okay. She smiles. Thank you, Marcy. You're welcome. Have fun. Uh, as you walk, you kind of look over and you can see um, kind of off down a little bit, you see the savant uh, walking with what uh, appears to be a middle-aged human with dirty blonde hair, very bookish looking. Um, he's got a friendly smile and, but very sad eyes. Like just that look that just always looks sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're conversing, uh, kind of walking along the font kind of just down the main corridors okay uh, heading but they're, they're heading towards you all right Seisha will just patiently wait <clears throat> something that you notice is that he is definitely wearing the colors and um attire of a higher ranked individual within the watch okay yep um you can see the breastplate under the brown cloak that he wears and mm -hmm. Uh, there is the, you know, coloring of the watch that, you know, he has. Uh, he doesn't have a helmet or anything, but he does ha seem to have a long sword on his hip. Okay. Um, and he doesn't look like any of the, the captains or anything that I've met. Uh, I don't think you have met this man. I don't think you have. Okay. Uh, okay. I ask the hard questions. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, but uh, as he gets close enough, you do see the Waterdeep badge, and uh, you see across the banner, Silvermane. 
Yep. Uh, and it is, um, and the rank that he has, you've never seen before. Uh, it has uh, more chevrons and. Um, yep. Uh, the... go, go ahead and make me a history check. Sixteen. Uh, it is the rank of Grand Civilog. Okay. Which is the one that delegates to the wardens. Yep. Uh, um. Basically, oversees all of the wards. Okay, I think I know which one this is. All right. You said it was the name was Silvermane. Yep. Yep. Okay, got it. Um, Satiable so wait patiently until they're near and just kind of look at the savant with that do you have a moment sort of expression. Uh, and she'll kind of look over ah, here's something I'd actually like to introduce someone I'd like to introduce you to. Um, I am a grand civil Halasta Silphonate. Who am I in the present? That was my former rank. I have just been emboldened by uh, Lord Silverhand herself, the Open Lord, into making me, um, by the graces of a minister, I am now the Grand Sibla. It is very strange that the former Grand Sibla came down to the sickness, but I am ready for my duties. Uh, and he looks towards uh, the savant, and then back to you. I'm sorry, I did not catch your name. I'm Lord Seeker Seisha Valispar. Seisha is one of our most trusted law seekers. She brings knowledge to the streets themselves, and I believe has worked hand in hand with Sergeant Crumley. Retired. Oh. Yes. You must be his new student he is talking about. He's talking. Oh, wow. About, oh, wow. Okay. Um, yes, I, that would be me. Yes. Well, it is account of you that we are informed of this threat and a matter we are taking very seriously. I'm glad I can to hear. assure you that all temples throughout all the wards are going to be patrolled by the watch. And we have you to think about. Oh, well, me and my friends. They've, they've done a lot as well. But tell um, them that uh, they have the city's thanks. I'll do that. I'll do that. And if you ever happen to find yourself in the area, um, feel free to drop by Trollskull Tavern. Always happy to feed the watch. Well, with my new position, I'm not sure if I'll have any time to do that, but mm -hmm. if I find myself within the North Bud, I'll make a point to stop by. Have, um, there haven't been any more, just the three, right? None that we have, uh, come across, no. Is there anyone missing? There's one. I see. Was, but was there... I'm sorry. They are, they, are with, uh, they are beyond the city of patrol, so it is hard to say if they are out doing something, especially since they are attuned to the sea. 
it um, would be Ambali's temple. Is, uh, they are just on the outskirts, um, the Queen's Fire. I see. And have they been informed of the situation? All temples are, have been informed and are aware of the situation okay. as to not cause panic to the new watch that is patrolling the streets. Okay. Well, that takes care of what I came to speak with you about, um, Savant. Um, your foresight has already been convinced. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I will leave you to your business then. And uh, he smiles at you friendly with, you know, his sad eyes as you notice that they are uh, like a pale green, silvery gray. Okay. It's a pleasure mm -hmm. to make your acquaintance. It's yours as well. Um, if you find yourself at Castle Vatadip, make sure to uh, speak my name and I may be able to escort you among, around the premises. That would be wonderful. Oh, oh, okay, thank you so much. I will warn you, it is not a place for playtime. No, of course not, no. Purely scholastic interest. Very well. Uh, and uh, as he waves, you can actually see that he, on his right ring finger, uh, is a gold ring with a signal. Uh, like a, 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 a uh, it's a sigil ring that has a red field and a golden crown. Yep. Okay. Um. In that case, um, what time is it? Uh, four. Four. Okay. Yeah, for you, for, it's later for everybody else. But unless there's anything like super pressing. No, um, Seisha's just going to kill a little time uh, watching the new recruits, and then she's going to head to the Spirit Dragon. Okay. Uh, you wait till uh, sunfall as the sky becomes washed in watercolor once again. You hear the bells ring out as the procession of all of those gather to stand upon the chorus dais and give their speeches tell their stories, recite their poems, sing their songs, and be welcomed into the graces at the foot of the statue of Adma, as they are anointed by the holy waters and brought in as the devout of the lore keeper himself. Yep. Uh, and as you make your way towards the Screw Dragon, you spend your evening out with Gariel. Yay! Once again, meeting her at the Skewer Dragon, and on the simple night out for food and drinks, she takes you somewhere in response to her surprise that you haven't been to already as you set out and enter into the God Catcher's Tavern. This tavern is a tourist trap, very much like the Yawning Portal, as well as the Great Drunkard's Tavern, which is called Gralkin's Tankard. And although the God Catcher Inn is an overpriced tourist trap, that doesn't mean that it is not cozy. A warm fire burns within its hearth that serves good ale and passable food, and its award-nominated wine has been praised by the Venters Distillers and Brewers Guild. A fact that the bartender never fails to mention as she tries to sell everyone on its overpriced uh, <clears throat> bottles. The rooms of the inn are separate from the main structure, suspended in air protruding from the smooth gray granite Adonis figure, reaching to the heavens, 
shadowing the bar on the lower level. Remnants of old torn away scaffolding curl around the statue's shoulder and up the arm like a tattered boa, a tattered feather boa up its outstretched arm, giving the illusion that it was once carved, that the figure was carved in this position rather than a walking statue from the fables of years past. The tap room of the Godcatcher Inn is awash with the warm atmospheric glow of a blazing fireplace. Tall shadows fill its corners and flickering candles adorn each of, of its tables. A, a long-haired half-elven woman in a sharp suit named Immarnia Im uh, uh, tends the bar and mingles with the guests. Throughout the night, you hear rumors perpetuated by the patrons that some say the inn is haunted. As some say they can hear the screams echo from the inside the walls. Others say it is the moans of the statue trapped in the ground from where the second black staff, Sara Chadrin, turned the street to mud to stop the colossal titan from destroying the city when the spell plague ignited throughout Beirut. You also hear that a powerful raptoran sorceress, and a raptoran you know to be similar to that of an Aarakocra, named Andra Blackwalk resides in the orb that floats above the Godcatcher's hand and she watches over the city. However, she is known to be extremely private and reclusive, never seeking visitors and hasn't been seen wandering the city in little over a decade. Many say she is the one who destroyed the scaffolding that led up to the top of the Godcatcher and the ominous orb that hovers above it. But Beyond that, you spend an evening night out with Garielle, reminiscing as she makes sure that you and your compatriots are okay, discussing the dark, ominous features of those that uh, you came across and the vampire that she killed. Um, but you spend it with each other and each other's company, and you can stay as long or late as you want and head back whenever you want whether it's tonight or in the morning. It will be tonight. She's she's a good girl. <laughs> no, no funny business. No, no funny business. Please room for Agma. That's for Harold and Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. All right. Um, Harold and Petunia, is there anything major that you wanted to do for the rest of the night other than just spending time with each other? Uh, okay. No, I, I will play music in the tavern. Actually, I will send a message to the music guy uh, from the store that I'm going to be playing that night so that he can actually come out and hear me play. Okay. Um, and uh, you send the message out and uh, like, do you give a time? Do you give anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, um, it's probably uh, starting around six-ish or seven-ish. I'll put, I'll be playing, and I'll play until I'm tired. Okay, at five thirty, he shows up. Oh my god! I guess I better roll a performance check to see if I blow his socks off again. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm praying for the twenty, but I'll be happy if I get anything above a, like a like a. Oh my god, I'm one away from a twenty, so it's a thirty. <laughs> ah. Would you roll five? I roll. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nineteen, so that makes the total thirty. So I will put on one hell of a performance. 
And in fact, I will play uh, Petunia's favorite song as the finale. Oh, okay. awesome. He gives you uh, 27 gold. Okay, wow. I, um, knowing that he would be more offended if I didn't take it than if I didn't, then I, I, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I will, of course, be like, no, no, I couldn't possibly. And then when he's like, no, I, you I insist. I insist. Well, if, if you insist, it's, an, it's a great honor for me to play. What it. was that last song? I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, what what is the actual song, Ray? The wind in the South Sea. The wind in the South Sea. It's uh, one of my new favorites. It's about it's about a water ganasi and an air ganasi that that fall in love. I I've been told that it's based off of a true story, but I, I really don't know really how you know you know how stories go. I'll have to um, look into it. I might have my harp start playing it within my shop. Yeah. And- oh, it's a lovely song. By the end of it, you actually notice that like the entire tavern has stopped to watch this performance as you notice that Sky has actually begun dancing in his silks to the movements and crescendo of this performance on your accordion. And awesome. as you weave and move the you know ethereal cards of the bellows that come and go kind of move against the sparkle of his outfit as he moves up and down the silks along when you play this. And it's it's hard to say, but there are a couple of times where you believe that the magic that pours from your accordion creates another figure that dances alongside. Oh my, don't make me cry. Oh my God. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> as you're unsure- Steal yourself! As you're unsure if it is his brother or the other person within the song. Oh, man. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you. Um, And as everyone finds their way eventually back for the evening, you can all take a long rest. Yay! Um, Boy, I sure needed it. Um, Does my HP go back up to its max? Uh, yes, your 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 hit points that were reduced reset back to full after your long rest. Yes. Okay. Cool. That is one of the only two ways that you can get rid of that. Yep. Okay. Two I don't know what the other one is. <clears throat> um. If I could. Uh. No, never mind. It'll be it. There. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, all right, so as you all awake, have your breakfast, everybody kind of gets their morning morning rituals done. Um, say Petunia, you meet them in the morning um, for breakfast. Um, and uh, as for some reason, there are no more deliveries for the rest of the week. Is that odd or does, does my boss explain? He explains very slowly that there just hasn't been a surplus of uh, in any of the deliveries that are being made are being just picked up um, mm-hmm. but there's just a slower number throughout the rest of the week a lot of people are more you can gather probably spending their money getting ready for the uh, two events at the end of the 10 day being the uh, uh, midsummer and uh, shield meet mm-hmm. okay um, Seisha goes ahead in the morning and casts fine steed okay resummon Bernie Bernie 2. Bernie 2. Bernie 2. Flaming Bigelow. 
and she just snuggles him for a little while and scratches him. And... I'm so sorry, sweetie. It seems to have no recollection, no understanding of what you're saying or what you mean. Yep. It's like talking to your dog. You still do it anyways. Yeah. Or slips looking down and smiling. (laughs) While everyone is uh, waiting in the common room discussing what your plans are for the rest of the day, there's a knock at the door. So she goes uh, and the door. Harold seems a little nervous and turns to watch the door, like prepared to get up if he needs to. Uh, and you open the door. And I need a concept. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> At least it wasn't wisdom. He's <laughs> a strawberry blonde, blue uh, gorget, or doublet, yep. uh, cloaked man. Hi, Renair. Uh, morning. Good morning. Morning. Uh, and uh, he um, comes in and he's more so looking at, at Ross. But you also can see that there's like a sad look in his eyes. Uh, you okay? I'll let him speak first if he's got anything to say. Comes in, um, looks around, closes the door, makes sure nobody else is around and then kind of looks at Petunia. Uh, should I? She's okay. We trust her. Yeah. She, I mean, no, she's she's one it, of us. It's all right. I mean, ultimately, it, it is his decision if he's not comfortable. That's fine. Um, that's... I've been approached by my higher-ups, and due to the sensitive information about my position in the city and the stain my father left on my name in his wake, I have been stripped of my rank and position as a harper. The organization does not want to take the political heat of the people, and more specifically the mass lords that may make moves against the harpers due to the actions of the former open lord and my unfortunate blood ties to him. That's just what? unfair. Um, well, that's bullshit. I have one more, one more mission, um, and that is uh, unfortunately only privy to anyone who is a Harper or wishing to become a Harper. I need to speak with in private. Boss stands up and approaches Renair. Hey, Petunia, you want to go look at the library with me? Yeah, absolutely. That like, sounds like a good idea. Let's go upstairs. Absolutely. V walks up and hugs Renair. Uh, he'll hug you back and kind of just like pat, kind of pat your lower back mid, like shoulder blade from where he can reach. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, true uh, that. I always forget about that. Jeez, man, I'm sorry. I contacted he looks to us before he, he continues. I contacted you yesterday. He'll reach in and hold the letter out. I apologize. I may have compromised two of your agents. 
Well, they have forgiven me for this. I don't believe in rank apologies. You know who I am. You know what I'm capable of. And I think I would be an excellent asset to your organization. What? I kneel my head. If you would give me the honor, I wish to join the Harpers. Well, I think the timing's a little off. I agree. Uh, uh... As I look over at uh, Renair, and I'm like, I don't think I can make that decision. Oh. Kind of see him contemplating, like he's kind of lost in thought for a second. Harold and Uh huh. I was able to keep your exposed names from reaching the high hoppers. However, not all could be avoided. He looks around for a second, makes a way, makes his way towards the. Uh, staircase and looks to see if Seisha and Petunia are actually gone. I would imagine he can hear our voices echoing as we squee over books. Okay, that's fine. As he comes back, with a calm look on his face. Although I have not been removed from the Harpers, I have been lowered in my rank and I am still a Harper. We will just have to work more covertly. I know you trust your friends, as his eyes fall to Voss, to have the best interests at heart with their intentions, but the Harpers cannot work in the shadows if we are brought into the exposing light. Harold, I have set your investigator I have set up an investigator contact for you. He should be meeting you in the next coming ten days. His name is Liam Gray. I think you two will get along well. To our new recruit. This means that you now work within the shadow, within a shadow organization built to fight back the monsters that dwell within all of Faerun. Only speak to each other in private and let no one know who you work for. We work in the shadows so others can live in the light. Freedom above all and for all. Remember this. Now, when you leave this room, act as if my performance is true. And I am no longer a Harper, but try not to bring too much suspicion from overplaying it or bringing too much attention to it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I just... Bah. Your organ... Your other organization, the Doom Raiders, Gavel and I, though we do not see eye to eye on some things, I believe their heart lies in the same path as we do. We both work in the shadows. I honestly believe that you will do good in the Harpers. Because I know that there is light within your darkness, my friend. And he'll put his hand kind of on your shoulder and kind of give it a squeeze. We all make mistakes. Nobody in this world is perfect. There are consequences, however, to those mistakes. And all we can do is learn from those con- those mistakes and build from those consequences. I hope that the 
this can at least help mitigate some of the mistakes that I am. Hey, guess what? Harold, V. What? You're his boss now. Harold looks over at, at Voss and just kind of, mm, is that so? Well. Yo, Bright Candles, and he is a new watcher. <laughs> and, uh, and you kind of get the, uh, the the look from Renair Voss as this will suffice as an apology and make sure that this mistake probably never happens again. <laughs> as he kind of gives you a wink. <laughs> Should should we do our should we do our haughty laugh? I think we, this is suitable for oh, that. Oh yeah, no, I think this is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not too much. We don't want to milk it. Oh right, okay. Remember, well, I'm going don't to. overplay it. We won't. V, let Harold do the talking. I... <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um. Uh, um yeah, uh, welcome aboard, Voss. Ha- really happy to have you. And uh, he'll... Um... I don't believe in half-assed apologies. Um, he'll call down to Petunia and Seisha. Uh, and a- a- as he does... Oh, where's Finley? He is training somebody at the... Uh, at- at the tower with the black staff, so she's going to be a little indisposed for a while. Uh, I see. I understand. Uh, I know how Vajra can be, and she's in good hands. It's good. Yeah, I just have to figure out how to guilt them into playing, and then I'm going to run it. Oh, is this that labyrinth thing again? It's yeah. such a good idea. Uh, yeah, that's kind of dorky, isn't it? Wait. Excuse me. It's the, like, we... It's Labyrinth like and Leviathans is not anything to scoff at, sir. It's a team right. building role- exercise. Is that that role-playing it's, game where yes, you like it pretend is a to be other people? that teaches Prof. you to expand your mind. It's an improv and game. You, you get to hone like your math skills. Hmm. And don't say, don't say math, math skills. Is there a system where I don't have to use math? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that is a. I'm pretty sure that Asmodeus brought that. Oh, that's an old rumor. Everybody, that's the Asmodeus panic. Everybody talks about that. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not real. That's just. Yeah. No. All right. You know what? If you, if you ever get the rules down, you get it all worked up, and it, and I don't have to work too hard on making whatever person I am. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. <gasps> as long um, as Voss tries it with me, and I elbow Voss and grin. Uh, Voss thinks back for a second. This is that nerd game you tried to get me to play when I was in bed, right? Well, yeah, but now I actually have the rules for it. It's yeah. Pretty, now we pretty much have to play it. It's not a nerd game. Well, is there like a list or something of things I can play? I don't know. Yeah, I can make a character for you. Um, But the best part is you get to use dice. Well, I, we do love dice. I mean, V and I are dice experts, actually. It's in fact. true. I am proficient. Yeah. In dice. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Is there gambling in it? I can put gambling in it, yes. Okay, um, I'm in then. I'm, See, I'll I run it, and I, I'll be, I'll be the labyrinth just... master. I believe Renair is trying to say something. Yes. The labyrinth oh. master? Um, Renair. 
sorry to interrupt this important conversation, <laughs> but you have an important meeting to prepare for in about two hours with the open lord. I am. So oh. I should be getting out of your hair. Good luck, and don't be nervous. She may be the open lord, a chosen of Mistra, wife of Kelvin Aronson, but she is similar to you in many ways. She was once a harper and an adventurer. She is one of the most morally true people I have ever met, and she is trying to right the wrongs of my father and wants the best for this city and its people. So, if there is anything you would ever want to tell her to know, now would be your chance. She knows you are trying to do the same. And remember, to tell her about the planned assassination you are involved in. Uh, speaking of, I didn't un uncover that Thardic Starbuckler will be attending the Castellanta Gallery. That could make things easier. Or more Excellent. complicated. She is... She's one of the kindest people I've ever met. And I would give my life for her. I would not do that for me. If she's good by you, she's good by us. I have a few things that I need to uh, finish wrapping up. But, um... Yeah. I'll see you around uh, the tavern within the week, and um, I'll see you for sure at the gala. I'm looking forward to it. Um, hey there. If, if there's anything we can do... Yeah. Um, I just need to stay busy, and luckily I have the perfect place to keep myself occupied. Oh, hey! Hmm. Do you, do you think you could help me with something? I need to get Biblio back over here. Ah. Of course, yeah. I can absolutely take, get that taken care of. I'll have him over here before the end of the day today. Thank you. Of course. You're and I'll speak to it myself so that um, that it gets taken care of without anyone Dying. stuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or eaten. Right. It's heavy. Um, he's just a book, isn't he? No, he's gotten bigger. He's a table now. A... Well, there's a book sitting on the table, but he's a table. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. we're, we're, we're all very uh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, really we... fast. Yep. Sure we is. That fast, but Maybe we should stop talking about this in front of us. Maybe one day he'll be a house. Maybe, maybe, maybe instead he will discover that he's getting too big and politely go down to a more manageable size. We don't know how this works. We aren't experts. Sure, that sounds like something that monstrosity would do. Yes. Um, he's not a monstrosity. You just don't like him because he bit you because you tried to set him on fire. I mean, he is sticky, which he's, is pretty he's monstrous. He's my sticky boy. He's my sticky <laughs> chunker. Have we determined what he is yet? He's a mimic. Mimic? Okay. I was asking just the group in general. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly tame one, yeah. evidently. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, so V approaches Renair privately. Yeah, he'll he'll he'll. You can head him as he's leaving. He's walking out. Heading yeah. Out. You can walk out with him. He'll 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 actually offer you his arm as he heads down. Yeah, I'm. I'm so sorry this happened. I know how much being a part of the Harpers meant a lot to you. Is there anything I can do to help? Dinner one night this week? Yeah, that'd be great. I would very much like that. Okay. And, and uh, um, as, as you continue down, uh, he makes his way, flags a carriage, 
Okay. Just please don't, I know we're busy all the time and stuff and whatever, but like, just don't hesitate to let me know if you need anything or something. Trust me, I will not hesitate at all. Okay. There's no one I would rather have beside me than anything I do. And uh, he'll kiss your hand. And then um, I pull him in for a normal kiss. (laughs) (laughs) As he smiles, I was trying to be all gentleman. You don't need to be all formal. It's cool. Uh, It's chill. It's chill. chill. Uh, And uh, he will (laughs) go to his tippy toes to kiss you. Yeah. (laughs) She bends over. Yep. Uh, But he will... um, get into the carriage and smile and wave to you uh, with a, a more chipper step to his, um, you know, to him. And uh, as you all head back to talk about the day, we're going to take a break. As we move into meeting with Laurel Silverhand, the open Lord. Whatever oh else. My God. Glad you're coming over today, Petunia. <laughs> Guess yeah. what? We just gotta make one quick little stop. We, 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 we gotta make one quick stop, then we're getting toilet <laughs> paper, then we're coming home. Great. <laughs> yeah, we just, you know, quick quick stop off at, with the open board. It's nothing. It's fine. Yep, um, it's fine. Remind to everyone the hashtag Eldritch to Wind and Eldritch Boundary Miniature and hashtag Beyond to win two sets of dice, the Blacksmith and the Archmage dice sets, which are super awesome. Yep. Archmage is probably my favorite. No. Mythic dice. <laughs> Archmage is second. Favorite. It's so good. Uh, but we'll be back in about 20 minutes. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. Whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or, if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos. They're released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great! I'm not... Excellent! We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, Things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. Uh, it's Harry again. Wow, halfway through the podcast already? I've almost got the pants on now. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. And we're back. <laughs> All right. So uh, the BFGs uh, have trained people in the field wards, learned about the updates of the Harrow Dust infecting uh, that ward. Um, Voss has joined the Harpers. 
Renair is no longer a Harper. Yes, that's consequences for everyone being outed and his ties to the former Open Lord de Galt Neverember. Um, Seisha has learned that the Watch are patrolling all of the temples under the command of Palace of Silphamine, the new Grand Civilar. Yep. And uh, Petunia is with them as they prepare themselves mentally to meet with the Open Lord Laurel. And emotionally. And emotionally. <laughs> as, uh, as V makes her way up and you all kind of gather, um, it's very shortly there. You all together, we hear another knock at the door. I answer. Seisha answers the door. So, uh, so Seisha and Voss open the door? Uh, Seisha, if she gets to it first, I'm not going to fight her on that. As you open the door, you see uh, a small child, a young girl in oversized clothes with the uh, carrier courier bag of the city. And looks at me and goes, um, this is for my sister, Seisha Balasbar. Oh, that, um, okay, that's me. Uh, hands you a- uh, I'll tip the girl uh, three silver. Okay, it's a little smaller package. It looks like it's like, could be possibly two separate letters bound together. Mm, it's it's a box. A box. Okay. All oh, right, it's a box. Yes, it's, it's a, a box. box. Just kidding, it's a you box. open the box. Uh, all right. Mm. Uh, as you open it, you find a letter. And underneath the letter, you see um, resting on a velvet bed of uh, like royal blues, similar akin to uh, Finley's dress, a red gem that has a crack in it. Hmm. Um, I'll take them both out and open the letter. Okay, um, and as you open the envelope, there's actually another sealed envelope within it uh, that is has a seal, a wax seal on the back of it. And you notice that that seal is the symbol of the moon stars. Yep. Oh, oh, I know what this is. Oh, and I'll read the letter out loud. Uh, give a second, I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. You can read it out loud. Uh-huh. I didn't know you had a sister. Um, well, Venly, I, she's my sister. Oh, oh, okay. Chosen. Yeah. Hang on, I gotta Should save it. Should be in chat. Open. Had to save it. Maybe, there it goes. My dear BFGs, I'm writing this not out of duty, but because I do not wish for any of you to concern yourselves with my safety. My absences from the manor will be extended beyond two days. I am uncertain of exactly how long I will be gone. I need to contemplate a few things alone for right now, but know that I am not abandoning you all and that I will return. Okay. I can never remember how to say her name. Uh, uh, Al Falid and I will be staying at the Blackstaff Tower in the meantime, where I will be instructing her on manipulating the weave to her fullest potential. I have enclosed a letter meant for Laurel Silverhand. Please do not give it to her until after you have fully taken care of our business with her. I feel she will need, I fear she will need time to process her emotions on the situation in private. Also take care to remember the phrase, whether near or far, 
it will prove the authenticity of the letter. Harold, I have also enclosed Orkira's ruby. And Seisha holds it out. I hope that if you all find yourselves in a bad situation, which we often do, that the ruby will prove itself pivotal to your survival in my absence. Finally, please know that I'm holding you all close to my heart during my meditations. May the sun and moon rise to meet you all. Benley Gallinodel. And should I just try to read this? I'm guessing it's an elven, which I do know. No, it's, it's not? in Celestial. Oh. What what does it say? It says it says, I will see you soon, my sister. Wondering where she was. Oh, longer than two days. It feels I know we've only been friends and all for like what a month now, maybe two? Two. But it feels like weird not having her around. She's doing important things. And she's happy. That's what's most important. And she loves us. She'll be back. And and she'll have great stories to tell when she gets back. Everyone yeah. needs a little bit of alone time. Especially after the stuff we've been through. Jesus. From what it sounds like, yeah. Speaking she's, of. She's been through a lot. I mean, she's died twice. Yeah. Twice? Twice. Yeah, she died again. She'll be she's, okay. She's okay now. Yeah, she she's in a good shopping. place. She's doing something she loves. This is good. This is good. You all need better protection. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Genuinely. Genuinely. What do you, I mean, what do you mean? I, I don't know. Uh, better armor, better items, anything. Potions. You're not wearing armor. You know, you would think that the armor would help, but they never come after me. It's like that they because think they're armored or something. Well, because well, they're gonna need they're gonna need a freaking can opener to get at you, so they, they go and get everybody else, so they can all crowd around you and, and plot and take a few days to figure out the heist to get the armor off. Some oh, of you need one of you needs to. Snaps? I got snaps. Well, congratulations! Now I can pop it off faster. In case I mean, I it makes sense <laughs> to go for. Whoever looks the most vulnerable. Yeah, I had I had a suit that was like that once, and uh, needless to say, they didn't let me into that dance ever again. Everyone, considering that we're going to be meeting the Open Lord in a couple of hours, there is something pertinent. Considering what happened last night, we need to discuss and whether or not we're going to tell her. And I look at Petunia, and I look back at Harold, and I say, "Do you trust her with everything we've learned?" about your boss, your former boss? Oh, I told her already, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. We have an opportunity to out Alberti Freschetti, the Rose, to the Open Lord. But by doing that, we admit that we, I mean, we can't mention what we know. So it's one of those things where it's like, we're in a we're in a weird place with that. Why? Mm, just trust me. There's certain things that I know that 
It is because we know that, that this is pertinent for who else could hurt him. We should only out his current position. There are other ways to know things. Here's here's the thing. If I could, and I, it, but it's risky and almost it may be too much work worth to be worth it. I almost want to point the the origin of the Red Wing to him. Red Wing. It's a little project I'm working on. Okay. I, I'll tell you about it. It's okay. maybe. We'll get there. Instead of doing something very, very complicated now, I think that I think that mentioning that we know that he's the Xanathar is a good idea. But based on what happened last night, the possibility of him coming after us is high, is it not? He's gonna come after me. That's an inevitability. Then But I thought the last time you said he wouldn't come after you, he'd come after us to get at you. I think he'll wanna answer I think he'll want answers before. Oh, I think Harold. that if he was going to come after everybody here, well, I guess we would see it today. Harold, this is your call. You know this man better than any of us do. I would lean towards telling the Open Lord exactly what's up with him. But if you feel that this is not the correct course of action, I won't question. I know that if we meant an out of play for Devin and Dustin, I know that if we mention even to the Open Lord that we know he's a masked lord, we're fucked right it's super you, legal you know as per the code legal that is considered treason and treason is punishable by death however you are unsure as to what it might mean if you tell her all of the information involved right um, so it's your choice okay um and then i also know from my experiences dealing with the rose and and knowing him better than anybody else here that um we're i mean like we would be boned if he found out i mean like he would come after us with everything as far as i know correct i mean with what you guys are talking about that would be such a heavy blow it would be literally like it's big yes okay yeah. i will respond if we do this he will put every ounce of power he has into finding out who did it and will come after us. How would he know? Find out that we went and met with her? Yes. Or that we know anything about him in particular that might be harmful to them. Because when we were asked who the Xanathar was, I said the Rose. So, Harold could have told us that. But what I'm saying is they would know that we told my point is, is that I'm assuming we're going to Castle Waterdeep, correct? It is not Castle Waterdeep. You are going to Pierre Gion's palace. Okay, is there any... There's a multitude of reasons we could go there aside from a meeting with the Open Lord, right? Um, there... It's city official stuff. Yep. Okay. Unless you are... Yeah, unless you're doing city official stuff as, like, a uh, literal head of a guild, or if you are one of the mass lords, or if you are a magistrate, um, or yep. everything else is done through the castle water. Yeah, <clears throat> or so through just, the factions. 
or through those factions. So we just leave it and hope he leaves us alone. Do I think on do I is there something I can roll to to know whether or not I think the rose is going to come after me after what we did, knowing that I was a part of it? I can't. There's my my out of play gut says that there's going to be repercussions. So I say, yeah, I, I say, yeah. I, there's not a lot that I we can give you, but a hundred percent go off of whatever your gut feels. You okay, so you. yeah, I will say I feel like there's a very good chance I'm going to have a talking to, if not a serious beatdown over what happened. Um, and we should avoid that, should we not? Then yes. don't go anywhere alone. Yeah, that's a lot easier said than done, as we've learned Every the hard way. Every time you've gone in a carriage alone, you get cornered by the rose. Yeah, it's funny how he, it's like he's almost always watching me. Yeah. Harold, do you want to do this or not? Last time I'll ask. We have so much pressure on us right now, but we're not going to get another opportunity. If we do this, we're basically asking for people to come breaking down our doors. It's never stopped them before. This is my argument, Harold. This is something we can do that's proactive action taken against one of them for once rather than waiting for them to make a move but you know the man best if you say no i'll drop it right now don't want to say no we might be able to get more city watch in the area i mean they're they're guarding the temples oh yeah by the way um the all of the temples have been alerted about the murder and the city watch has posted more guards around them, but mm. there is someone missing. Oh. As for this harbinger business, I wouldn't even know where to start. Beyond my realm and scope, this is your expertise, certainly, Sasha. Perhaps even yours, Petunia. Mm. Far realms. Possibly. Um, we have an opportunity to get powerful allies. If it means dealing a blow to the Rose, I think we should take the top, take the opportunity. Then we'll risk it. Second order of business. The impending assassination of Thardic Starbuckler. We didn't really come up with a coherent plan yet, but I've had ideas on how we can do this without killing him. Like what? When I was in the market, originally Vindley had some sort of spell that could fake a death. Considering she may not be with us, I know for a fact there is a potion that can feign death. A strange, weird, caged goblin was selling it as he was throwing stuff at me from a roof. I hate that place so much, but in any case, there is a way to fake someone's demise. What's important though, people need to see it. And the winter's wind is going to want a body. 
how accessible and easy resurrection was. They're going to want his body so that he cannot be brought back to life. And that's where we can set something up. The key will be to escape from the gala with his body. Now we'll need Harper assistance for this, but they already know. And if the open Lord knows about it too, all the better. I can, I can help that. I can get us uh, connections. Excellent. Thoughts? I think this is, just, this is a baseline plan. The details haven't been worked out yet. I just want to make sure everybody's comfortable with what we're doing moving forward. The only thing that I would say is I, I can't cast that spell, and I don't know anyone who can. No, I'm going to follow us at some point in time today to procure that potion. I okay. If anyone in the city has it, they will. How do we keep them from desecrating the body in a way that kills him? Well, who are they? Well, you said that they're going to want a body. Well, we, we would bring the body in and then pull it up, pull off the the, the, the cover, and then Starbuckler's going to sit up and be like, you want some coffee? And then we're going to kick their asses. That's how that's going to work. This is an ambush. What? Yeah. This is an it, ambush to dispose of the winter's wind at the end of the day. Winter's he seemed very powerful. Aye. But he has something on us and he needs to go. We're not ready to fight Manchun yet, and the Harpers will want to take out one of Manchun's top generals. What does he have on us? He knows that we were there. He knows that at least one of us is faking being Manchun. Our disguises, or at least Harold's disguise, didn't hold up. Oh. So he knows. And let's be honest with ourselves, he's not exactly the nicest guy. Well, sure, but I just, I, I guess I'm just confused why that's such a big deal that he knows you were dressed up as Manchun. We have a deal with Manchun that we wouldn't mess with any of his operations. Oh, that's right. Yeah. First dating him would do that. But everything we've done has done that, and he knows we've done it. I don't know why he hasn't told Manchun yet, but I believe him when he says he hasn't. I think the reason why he hasn't is because he wants to keep using us, and he knows that the moment he tells exactly what he knows, he's a dead man for us. We're going to take him out. There it is. So he's yeah. holding on to this as leverage to keep us as long as he can, dangling us over the edge. we got to use that against him. What's most important here is that instead of our group specifically taking the heat, the Harpers will. And the Harpers are already at war with Manchun, so it makes no difference. Yeah. Agree with that. So, the baseline for the plan is to get Thardak Starbuckler out of the gala. Now that leaves... is to get Thardak Starbuckler... and said, Get Thardak Starbuckler out of the gala. Get his body alive, and make sure that we specifically are not implicated in it. I. It's a lot, I know. No, it's but doable. It's doable. Um, plotting out false assassinations are never simple. I think if we tell the Open Lord what we know, what we're planning, it would help a lot. I agree. Is it possible? I can't believe I'm going to suggest this, um, but if we can get the Open Lord's assistance in it. Um, I once read in a book, uh, it, was a, it was a mystery, um, where something similar was 
being done, a fa false assassination, and they simply used a body that looked close enough. But it was still dead. Oh, so oh. you want us to kill a lookalike? That's not what I suggested. What? Well, we should dig up a lookalike body? Uh, I am acknowledging that your hand is being raised, Seisha. Okay, so we make it look like he died in a fire and we get a corpse of somebody who's already dead that, that was burned so that they're charred and then Burn. we hand that body over. Well, how are we gonna sneak Where's a the body? Where's the paper? I can look up obituaries. No, but how are we gonna sneak in a body into a gala? What? We're not gonna. We're gonna put sunglasses on oh, his head and make him dance when the music fire. comes on. Okay, that okay. sounds so fine. What's your room? Everyone, good brainstorming. Eh. There's one thing wrong with this. The winter's wind is going to expect us to try to kill him. It needs to be something that only he knows that he would recognize. And I pull out my mask, which I wore in my meeting with him. I need to be the one to strike the finishing blow. It's distinct, it'll be noticed, and the winter's wind will think we've killed him. That way, when we say we want to meet up to get the body, he'll know we have it. Us? Yes? That might... If we're gonna go through with this, it might be better if the one who strikes the blow is arrested and the rest of us get out. Maybe. Assuming we can expose the cops as Harpers, that might be useful. So one of us who hasn't been arrested multiple times maybe should be the one to land it. Someone else could wear your mask. Uh, this, I think, is specially made for my face, probably. <laughs> Talking about the one that Nim made? Yeah. Uh, others can wear it. Okay. Give it a thought, then. All right. Let's test this out, then. Are we all in agreement that the assassination has to take place at the gala, though? I think it almost has to, or, or or at least. How long do we have? We have until the gala. So a few days? A few days. It's more than ample time to plan things out. Yeah. We've done crazier heists, really, if we're being honest with ourselves. Have we done any You have. <laughs> uh, this isn't the first time we've done body swapping or stealing. It's true. Sorry, Petunia, you're learning a lot about me. Us. Yeah. Technically stole a book once. You, you know what? And and really honestly, the fact that you aren't in under just behind bars is a crime against humanity if we're you're, being honest with ourselves. You're basically one of us. And yeah, now there's no going back. You're a criminal just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It all starts with a book. That's how it always starts. It escalates from there. Look yep. at Seisha. You're an accessory. You're an accessory to murder, yes. Look at you! Oh, I, I, punch, I punch Petunia in the arm. Like, I guess fake attempted murder, really. I suppose so. Is there anything else we should talk with the Open Lord with? Um, I mean, 
the stone. Hmm? The stone. Thing I'm not supposed to know about? Wait. The last time you mentioned a stone. I'm, a, I'm aware of that at Wait. this point. Look, if we're going to have this meeting and Petunia's going to be there, which I'm assuming Petunia's going to be there. You want to meet the open lord? I'm assuming Petunia's going to be there. And if we're going to have this meeting with Petunia there, then we might as well. Seisha. See how Seisha's smiling? Like she's really, really uncomfortable? That should give you an idea of the gravitas around this rock. Considering what I've learned in the past 12 hours, I'm not entirely surprised. Yeah. So you, you hear... Uh, and see with your new uh, passive perception something moving just outside one of the glass pane windows. And you know that you are on the second story, and it looks small. It could be nothing more than a bird, but it looked green to you. So she's gonna go over to the door, or actually to the window she saw it in, and just peek out. I put a hand on a knife. And you see slithering on the window seal is a winged serpent with a note tied around it. She'll open the window. And it bows up like a cobra and it spreads out its wings real wide as it opens its mouth, but does not seem to attack you. She'll take the note. Okay. okay. And Slowly close the window. Takes <laughs> off and flies away. Uh, it off, is it addressed to anyone? It is not addressed to anyone, but as you unroll the parchment, you see that it is watermarked with the obvious symbol of Manchu. Uh-oh. Uh, this is from Manchu. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? I will read it aloud. Uh, it, there is two... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it unrolls to two pieces of parchment. Uh, the first one is a missive. The second is what appears to be a map of Waterdeep, like of some of the streets. And there is obvious, like, a, a route traced out in like red ink. Okay. Uh, I'll send that to you once you're done reading the letter. Okay. Uh, Did you send me the letter? Yeah, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> we have evidence that one of our members was a turncoat through, commun through communing through the corpses left in the field ward. As you were present for, there is something of great importance for his eminence. If you find any information, or more importantly, retrieve this item, you will be greatly rewarded. There was heavy evidence left by the new Xanathar, but we have reason to believe it could also be tied to a faction claimed in the name of another Manchun that bears the mark of red-winged serpent. I believe our allegiances could be most beneficial. That. There's a map! Say what? And it's a map of Thardux star bucklers known roots. Yep. Uh, and and as in the parchment itself is cold to the touch. This is 
this is cold. I think it's from the winter wind. Isn't that what you call him? Winter's wind, yeah. Uh, this is good. In a way. Well, it guarantees that they have no idea we were involved, at least on Manchun's side. Agreed, and it could potentially restart the gang war. It's definitely a step in the right direction. We're tying them up with each other again. They good. know we were there. They know I, we were there, I, but... That was, but, I think that was my mistake. I'm really sorry. No, that reference is, I know you were there for the mission briefing, not I know you were there at... Ah, uh, got it. Okay. Okay. Okay, never mind then. I take it back. Steps in a positive direction, then. Anything else anyone needs to do beforehand, too? Um... Don't not have any deliveries. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but Harold, they think there's another, he, he specifically says, another Manchin that bears the mark of a red winged serpent. It's working. It's working. Bearing fruit, then. Oh, now we just gotta figure out what the next step is. Well, we know what the next step is. We gotta talk to the Open Lord. Hi. All right. Uh, if you all are. Oh, I don't know if I am, but yeah, you know. I, I, you know, now that we're like about, it's about to happen, and I'm like, you know, remember, no mentioning a beer until we finish talking about everything else. Right, no mentioning a beer. Who wants to break that news? I think we should save it to the end and let Sasha do it. I'll do it. And what, what, and just, I'm just throwing it out there because I feel like it's important that we all are on the same page. What's our thoughts on me bringing up the pants? Because she should probably know they're out there, ration people up. It's bad news for everybody. The whole city could be in trouble. Harold, Harold I think we leave that for the next meeting with her. We're going to cover a lot. Already. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This is this is probably, it probably goes like Xanathar, Pants Manchun, and we'll just leave the pants out. It's just going to really... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good call. I mean, they're important. They are important, but you hold these. I mean, it's a rash. Wiping out. Harold, have you ever just considered a kilt? I hadn't until now. I'm going to make a stop on the way back. Oh no! Oh no! I'm going to assume I don't have necessarily time to do anything else before this meeting, and just wait and then head off when it's about time. Yep. Okay. So we're going pantsless. And, God. Um, <laughs> one of us is going pantsless. On the way person. back. On the way back. Not on the way there. I'm not going to oh. try my first kilt on in front of the open lord. What do you think? Can we tear on the legs? What do you think? I mean, maybe. <laughs> all right. So you all make your way west down Waterdeep Way towards the most prominent landmark in the City of Splendors, Mount Waterdeep. Resting at the base of its cliffs, at the end of the road are two massive, awe-inspiring buildings. Closest to you is the single black wizarding tower of Augeron, the first open lord of Waterdeep. As you approach the tower, it starts to see you start to see the glowing, swirling, interlocking, circular sigils of arcane script and magical barriers that surround it. You see a few kids throwing stones and using a crudely fashioned together extension of sticks on the north side 
where you see them trying to rearrange the horrifying visions of a skeleton, frozen and petrified mid-air, floating in place around the magical barriers protecting the tower from those that try to seize the old wizard and first open lord's magic and treasure. Is this the one that Gariel tried to get me to poke? Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. Faisha kind of blushes a little. Just beyond the tower is a glorious palace carved from pure white marble. As you see a couple of guards making their way towards the Agarin's town and chew away the, the kids messing around with the magics that are left behind eons before. But in this white marble palace are eight spire, uh, eight spire towers, each towards the heavens now bathed in the golden glowing light of the morning sunlight. You see that the marvelous chateau is heavily guarded at the gate, and along each of the towering walls, countless officials walk to and fro with purpose. Some high members of the watch and guard, city clerks, guild masters, and something else you've never seen before. Three figures stand conversing with an entourage of city guards surrounding them. They all look to be just under six feet in height and average built. But other than that, you see no other discernible features as no inch of their skin is showing. Their face veiled behind a beautifully crafted silver embellished ornate iron mask. Their heavy flowing robes covered in intricately textured textile layered silks that hide their form as they seem to glide across the ground without a cadence or a footprint to their stride. Divine sense? Nope. Okay. Um, so people can roll history on it. Yeah. I would love to. Sure. The DC for uh, Water Davians is lower. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would love to let someone else then. I mean, you totally uh, can. I mean, I'll do it. Uh, 24. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I got an 11. I got a 15. Even Seisha, you know what these are. Yeah. Uh, Voss, you don't know, at least not in visual. You know them of reputation. Yep. Petunia, you instantly recognize what these are. These are mass lords. How many are there? Three. There are three right here, and they are surrounded by guards. Do I automatically know what these are just by seeing them? Uh, no. No, because because them, it, they're not I, known. Like, like they don't go out in public wearing. Right. Absolutely. And what? Oh man, that's bad. Okay. Are we? How far away are we from them? Sasha reaches over and grabs Voss's wrist. These are masked lords. Harold, Her would Harold hear that? She'd, she'd whisper it loud enough to not be heard by them. Right. For the group to hear. Harold shares a look with Voss and then looks back and like looking right at the Mast Lords, like knowing I, that at any moment one of them could be. I look at them and then just turn Edward Leo and nod at Sasha. Thank her for the information, but otherwise I make no acknowledgement of their presence. 
and to answer your question, Petunia, they're about 100 feet away. Okay, so not really with a near shot. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you also, Petunia, know a little bit of history about Pierre Jean's Palace. Built in the year of the Smoky Mountain, 1287 BR. The Smoky Moon, not mountain. I'm just adding letters to that word. Uh, Smoky Moon, 1287 BR. The White Marble Palace of Waterdeep, still sometimes known as Pierre Jean's Palace, stands as a shining symbol of the Lord's rule, unblemished by corruption. The palace is the main office location for many city officials, the majority of which are dedicated to the administration of city services. The Lord's Court meets in a large chamber on the second floor. There are also embassies here from many other countries and cities, with some said to have permanent arcane ritual portals linking the two. You also know that the Open Lord's lodgings occupy the two northern towers of the northern wing of the palace. Also in the northern wing are various guest quarters for visiting uh, dignitaries without a separate embassy in the city. It really is an architectural marvel. Amazing. I mean, the uh, amount maybe, of... maybe one day I'll be wearing a mask here. Ugh. Do something about this pants problem in the town. Bad things happen when you wear masks. No. So what are you guys doing? Heading towards the doors. Do we know where she is in this place? Um, I. The open lord, you seen her? Is she round? Like she there not... will be a place to check in. Let's go this way. It's bureaucracy. I look for a place to check in. There's a main gate. Yep. Head that direct. Follow Sasha. Let her take lead. Okay. I imagine she's already led. <laughs> already leading. All right. You all pass through the main gate. You're greeted by the palace guard who asks you to state your name and your business. And after checking an itinerary guest list, you are searched more thoroughly than you have ever been before. Almost to the point of annoyance, but you notice you are not the only ones being frisked. All of you get the feeling of being watched and feel the presence of someone openly searching your surface thoughts of your mind. What does everyone have on them and what are you thinking? Let's start with Seisha. I have a longsword. I have my sentinel shield. I have a dagger. And I have uh, a mace. Okay. Those are the weapons I have on me. And surface thoughts are, oh my gosh, you're going to give me the open lord. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, those are all taken from you. They're okay. all recorded and stored in a stronghold within the gate. Oh, I do also have my plate armor on. They they allow you to keep your plate armor after thoroughly searching to make sure nothing is hidden within it. Yep. Um, are there any magical uh, aspects that you have on you, anything like that? I know you have your um, necklace of Agma, which you are allowed to keep or anything like that. Just um, double checking. I don't think, oh God, I just, okay. Um, Oh, mm. I'm just going to hand them my pouches because okay. I don't want them actually going through my pouches. Okay. Okay. And that's fine. If you willingly hand it over, they do not search. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, let's see, Harold. Oh God, uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, they find a book of lullabies. They find, uh, but it's magical, so I give it to them. I take off my hat, and okay. I give it to them. Uh, the accordion, I give them both halves, and I warn them very, very carefully not to play it. Um, mostly because I don't want them to get it out of tune, not because it's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> the elemental gym, I give them that. I give them my rod. Um, I give them... Uh, I just... I. I guess the dagger I have to give him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I give it to him. Uh, what else? I have a long sword that I hand them. No, I don't actually. That's not. I don't actually have a long sword. I have one on my sheet so that I can actually roll it. Um, uh, I point to my leg and say, it's coming with me. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's not dangerous. Uh, they will thoroughly inspect it. And you actually watch as one of them comes over waves you see magic appear around their hand as they cast identify on the leg okay and they um not you see them look back and nod as there is no like hidden blades built into it or anything like that yep. hey um i when they start reading my thoughts i'm thinking to myself well didn't see myself in this position a year or so back and then as soon as they, I realize somebody's reading my thoughts, I'm like, oh my God, oh no, someone's reading my thoughts. Okay, whatever you do, don't think about a giraffe in a suit. Damn it, already did it. Oh crap, I look so fucking stupid right now. I'm supposed to be meeting the overlord and I'm, and I'm, I'm supposed to be open lord. I'm over here thinking about giraffes and suits. Fuck, I'm doing it again. I'm literally thinking about myself riding a giraffe in a suit. And I know this guy's sitting over there watching me and sweat's beating on his forehead <laughs> as he's making eye contact with the guy who's searching his mind. It's like, oh, fuck, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't stop. This is all I can think about now. And that's that's what I think. <laughs> oh, my God. It is all taken. It is uh, just like station. It is put into a chest. Yep. It is marked. It is arcanely locked. That is uh, something that you see happen. Um, Petunia. She has um, her uh, her brand new Elder Cartographer's Glossary. She's got her arcane focus. Um, she's got a regular book. She's got her dagger, uh, ink, ink pen, bag of sand, parchment, a knife, a spell book. She'll hand her bag over. Yep, yep. All um, of your... But she will take her autograph book out of her bag. <laughs> it's, it's, they, they look through it and they just hand it to you. They, there's no eye contact. There's no judgment. There's nothing. They just, they look through it. Notice that it's not a spell book or anything like that. Hands it, hand it back to you. Um, you actually watch as someone identifies it mm -hmm. um, or cast detect magic to make sure it's not magical. Um, they do take your quill, though. Yep, your quill is taken. Yeah. Your, um, and spell, your book. spell book, all your component pouches, everything is taken. Mm -hmm. V. Oh, sorry. Petunia, what are your surface thoughts? I wonder if she'll sign the book. I wonder if she'll sign the book. I really hope she signs the book. I hope it's not stupid to ask her to sign the book. Oh, I really hope she signs my book. Wow. Okay. Uh, v. Okay, so I have my uh, long sword and javelins and um, pocket sand. Okay. Oh. Do they take the pocket sand? Oh, they yeah. can magic inspect it. I just oh, they don't have it. it. Nope, but they take it. They still take it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah, they, um, 
And so her <laughs> service that um, is uh, she has this really annoying song stuck in her head that she can't get out. And so she's just kind of like, God, this is such an inappropriate time for that to be stuck in your head. I'm supposed to be worried about all this stuff. And na 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 na. Hey, girl, you're looking fine. Let up. What's the next line? I don't remember. I hate having songs stuck in my head where I can't remember the next line, but this happens every time. That kind of rhymed. I can make that part of the song. Maybe I should ask Carol about it. Maybe I could help him write songs. Does Carol write songs or does he just learn other songs? No, he writes songs. He has to. And as magic washes over you, uh, they say, uh, Excuse me, ma'am. Um, you mind opening your pockets? Uh, my. Oh, oh, this dress does have pockets. Yes. <laughs> and, you have a C2, uh, they're pretty nice. <laughs> do you have anything in your pockets? I don't think you do. No, I put my pocket sand in there at one point. Yeah, so. Yep. I don't so, think I have anything in my pockets. Just so you know, they're going to ask for your lantern. I think I have a mootering. So they're going to ask for your lantern. They're going to take your amulet. They're going to take the uh, fetish that... Benley gave you, they're gonna take your Bahir blade and they're gonna ask for your boots. My boots? But I need shoes. Uh, they give you uh, shoes to replace those. They're just easily slip on uh, boots. You know, they have like a, a wool lining and a, a suede outside. Yep. They're not very fast. Just for a few yet. minutes, V. Um, fine, but, fine. Uh, they, they check. They, Check all of your pockets on your dress. Uh, they take your hand axes, all of your weapons, your bag of sand, everything that you have on you, they take. V says to them, wait, are these boots dangerous? No, no response. Because if they are, I don't know about that because I just got them. They're brand new. They don't, they don't question you or anything. They're just, they, they hand you the boots. They take all of your other stuff, put it into a larger chest. Close now, it. okay. Now V is thinking about how she might be unknowingly wearing dangerous boots and not realize it, and is worried about that. Okay, and uh, boss. It's gonna take a while. They want everything dangerous on me. Yep. Um. So, I give them seven daggers, two rapiers, my whip. Um. They'll probably, the only magical items I have on me are the ointment and the lantern. I assume they'll want those. Yep. Um, they probably won't let me walk around with, hopefully they don't recognize me just hold, having poison around. Um, but I'll put that with the health potions to make it seem like it's of the same kind. Uh, so they're pretty much going to take your pack. Okay, yeah, they're that's gonna, probably they're, easier. They're going to take all your rope, your grappling hook, all of your, your climbers kits, pretty much everything that could be used in there to maneuver around. Uh, they're going to take everything, your crossbow, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah, assuming your, your, like, everything. Uh, it's that scene they... where people are, he's like, like a good two minutes just pulling things out yeah. of nowhere, and everyone's like, where is he? How did he? <laughs> Do they take the bracer I got that has the hidden dagger on it? Hmm. Would they recognize it? They are going to search. Uh, you can roll a stealth check. Okay. Do I get any uh, advantage or anything? You do like have that? advantage on it because of the that's what the bracer is made for. Yep. 
Ooh, 25. They do not. They do not. I keep it on then. No ill intent. No ill intention in my mind. I'm obviously not going to attack the open lord. I just wanted to see if they'd recognize it or not. That's it. Yep. Nope. They do not. They they, Um, they take it over. They they feel it. They they look around. Do they take the garrote wire? Oh, absolutely. Okay. They know what that's for. (laughs) Wait. Um, wait. They're taking everything dangerous. Do they take our boss? (laughs) Yeah. They just throw boss in a in a chest and. You can have them back when you leave. Yeah, yeah you can pick them up when you leave. <laughs> they have um, five bags of caltrips too. Yeah, yeah, all of it. They they got it. But yeah. uh, I'm just gonna assume that you have everything in your pack, and they'll yeah, just yeah. That's the that. easiest way to do this. Yeah. Every so many sharp things. Yes. What are your surface thoughts? I hope the bounty for Xanathar is really high because I need to pay back that fat bastard by the end of the month. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. That's good. All right. So as everyone is thoroughly searched, items taken, um, you're given uh, a ticket uh, to get your stuff back. And you are then escorted through the main courtyard and into the main entry hall by a few guards that surround you. Where you all, uh, you're all surrounded by an echoing room of pure white polished marble. It is nearly empty as it glistens in the arcane white light illuminating the entirety of the space. The only thing inside besides you and the guard are the long seated cushioned pew-like benches along the walls. Carved into the likeness of seated lions are massive pillars that hold up the upper floors of the palace. And in an adjacent room, you see a scale model of the entire city, building by building, set on a huge white stone table enclosed and protected by glass, larger than the ones that you've seen in Vajra's uh, private study. You follow the guardsmen up a series of stairs that lead up and across long halls that look down into more large open rooms where you see more masked and robed figures matching the three you saw outside previously. Heading towards the northern wing of the palace, you pass by many embassy holding rooms that stretch all across Faerun. You eventually are elevated up a flight of stairs of one of the main towers on a magical carpet similar to the one you saw on a beard marked with the same symbol of the moon stars. Etched into the polished, deep black adamantine metal door is the face that matches the man on the golden dragon coin of Waterdeep, the first open lord, Agaron. The guard knocks and await confirmation before opening the door into a large, bright, opulent office. A tall, domed marble building with an oculus opening that pours in bright sunlight illuminates the multiple Corinthian half pillars that surround the room. Even through the light of the day you see pouring in, there's a shimmering iridescent aurora borealis of silvery weaving magic that floats above the room. In between the pillars are small niches adorned with marble busts of each of the seven open lords. Although he is not removed, you see the sculpt of Degult Neverember that looks to be carved with a stone veil covering his face. 
at a beautiful, ornate, dark hardwood desk is a hauntingly gorgeous but stern-looking woman with silky silver hair braided into a halo crown. She toils away at countless papers that she magically uh, files away into separate piles as they float off her desk. Behind her, on a pedestal, is a blue glowing axe that you recognize as Azur Edge. And she stands to acknowledge your presence and greet you, where you see the immaculately ornate, brilliant white and gold arcane robes of the Archmage as she addresses the gods. Thank you for your service, but you are dismissed. You can wait outside. The gods nod with a slight bow and walk outside the room and close it behind them. It has been some time since we last spoke. You seem to hold favor with some very powerful people. Allow me to hopefully be among them. Welcome to Bergeron's palace. Please make yourself comfortable. With a wave of her hand, a set of cushioned chairs materialize into the room, waiting for you to sit. I will casually go to sit. <laughs> yeah, I sit. Like on the edge of the seat. Perfect Petunia. posture. He sits pretty comfortably. Petunia will, will, will hop up and sit like really close to Harold. Yep. And like instinctively kind of like nervously grab his hand. Like you can tell she's really, really nervous. She's he clutching looks her real, book in her other hand. He looks real confident, but she can feel his palms are sweating. Aww. He's weak, arms are heavy. Yeah. Mom's lasagna. Thank you Mom's lasagna. for joining. I have been informed and have confirmed your involvement with reliving this, relieving the city from the being caught within the eye of the former Xanathar. Even though another has already taken the aberration's place. There has been a drastic decline in roguish activity plaguing the city, at least from the Xanathar side, as you have forced them into hiding into the shadows of Skullcourt. This is a feat worthy of more, and I would like to reward you regardless. Firstly, take these seals of the Open Lord, and you will have free access to all city transportation as well as free amenities to any tavern within the city or its commonwealth towns, including Rasselanter and Emphail. Secondly, I offer you one favor as the Open Lord, but only one to be used at any time. This is not something to be given lightly, but it is something, barring criminal activity performed by my person, that will not be refused. Lastly, I know what it means to be an adventurer. I know there are things that will help you aid in your future endeavors. I have the ability to conjure one magical item for your group from a select list I have available. And with a wave of her hand, you see this ethereal glow of a couple of things appear before you. Not solid, but kind of like a magical hologram. You see a couple of amulets, you see a couple of bracers, uh, weapons, a little, uh, an armor or two, um, a backpack, a horn, and a few rings, a small staff that looks more like a, a large wand, uh, an, uh, and another wand as well, as well as uh, a set of dice. I will send you what those are, and you can discuss amongst yourselves. 
<laughs> there's something in there that could help keep Benley alive. I was gonna I, say that. Yeah. Uh, the amulet of health. Two things technically, but feel free to look through. Um, feel free to read them out loud for the audience, uh, so we don't sit here and with dead time, dead space. Oh so. yeah, sorry. So there's it's the okay. ring of protection. Wait, wait, I think I think we we, we sh are we going to read them from amulet the amulet of health. Bracers of Defense, Corpse Slayer Longsword, Elven Chain, Flame Tongue Dagger, Handy Haversack, Horn of Blasting, Ring of Protection, <laughs> Ring of, of Blasting, Ring of Fire Resistance, Staff of Healing, Wand of the War Mage, Quick Change Ring, Diviner's Dice. And she is offering you one as a whole, not one each. Ah, damn. I think... That would be awesome. The formal I thought it was one as, each. as I mean, on an out-of-play level, as a bard player, I'm like, Diviner's Dice is pretty sick. I know, right? <laughs> that stuff of healing, though, y'all. That's uh... probably what we'll have to end up doing. <laughs> yeah. anyone, can anyone use these? Yeah. Anybody can use anything except for the staff of healing only a bard cleric or druid well I, I look at harold oh <laughs> do you want a staff of healing to help keep vinley alive i keep you all alive i do however it as someone who needs both hands for his accordion oh that's fair this could this could pose a problem it could be that i keep it on my back and when i need it i pop it out and use it right or we use the diviner dice against people when they attack venley how many times can we use that a day uh, it's once a day once per day Okay. 2d6 to any roll, though, yeah. is just... No, no, no. Two separate d6. Oh, okay, so wait. So what? it's like a... Uh, um, uh, cutting words? Yeah, it's like a cutting words. Yeah. Okay. So well, we can use 1d6 two, and then one another d6. 1d6 to mess with one roll, and then another d6 to mess with another roll Correct. once per day. Uh, it's 3d6. Gotcha. You roll 3d6, and you have... Uh, three uses. It's basically three uses. Sorry. You use your reaction to to basically gotcha. cutting. You you wrote down two though, so I guess it's yeah, fine. I know. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be redundant for you to have that, Harold, if we were going to take that yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. I, I I talk shit really well. Hmm. Well, um, I need that or the amulet of health for her. That. There's the amulet of health. There's also if the give ring her the of protection. I think the amulet of health is stronger in, in the long run. Because mm -hmm. but, it, it makes her just hardy, like on a level that is like as hardy as you, you know. Well, right, but I just can't help but feel like as she gets stronger, the effect of the ring will get stronger too. Not the ring, but the amulet, rather. Uh, the the amulet, yes. Because that, that's the thing. The bracers are going to be plus. They're going to be. If they're going to be a little bit forever, but that amulet is going to really. Snowball. I just okay. I just I noticed that the ring of protection is also can help in, with other traits, but the amulet, amulet of health a permanent 
bonus as long as you're wearing it. As long as you're wearing it. I mean, I could wear that until we get her back and then I'd switch it off to her. Sure. Okay. That's I, the only reason the only reason I say that is because and, and I, I I don't take take this in play as Harold explaining, but Ethan is like plus one is pretty okay, but inevitably you're going to fail, and when you fail, you need cushion. And an amulet hug gives just... a lot of cushion if case you do fail. Because we have lots I, of ways to pre prevent people failing, but we I, don't I just, have a lot of ways to keep speaking, her Speaking out of character, I just feel like there's not, it's not often she has to roll con saves or anything like that. No, this is this is your con score. So this yeah, no, yeah, is for constant. Yeah. Just this will just make her health tremendously bigger. Oh, okay. Well then that's fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Plus four. Yeah. In that case, yeah, just go for the amulet health. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's just making sure you understood. So it's like I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think mathematically it works out better this way. Yeah. yeah. And then Harold says something like, "I just think blah blah. I know the help is nice. It looks nice. It looks good." And uh, she looks to you and asks for a confirmation as this is your choice. Mm -hmm. all, I think. Yes. Yep. This is the thing. This is the boss. Holds on to it until she's back, and then we hand it over to her. Yeah. And she reaches out touching the magic and it forms in her hand as you see a golden chain holding a golden medallion of hands clasping the sun and Laurel hands it to you I take it is there anyone else I should be made aware of that aided in this endeavor that is not currently present Renly Gallimodal Renair Never Ember Um, thinking back, who else that we would know? Whatever you remember. I, I'm not naming the Doom Raiders. Um, <laughs> uh, don't you, doesn't one of us have perfect this was, memory? She's asking mine. Yeah. right? This was the, was the killing gen <laughs> I was possessed for a short period of time. That might screw with me a little bit. Um, no, I, I, I can no. name the, um, the, 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 there were members of the Harpers that I know how to play, right? Like Twinbeard and Am I wrong? Oh, you're talking about that. That I mean, yeah, if you yeah. want to include them. This was the fight. This was the fight where we took out the Xanathar. That's what she's asking about. Right? Oh. That, is, that is true. But but if you want to talk about bringing the layer down, that's also a pretty big feat. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'll I'll be like, you know, I'll mention my my cohorts in the Harpers that I won't okay. mention that they're Harpers. I'm just be like, hey, these guys helped us bring down the actual base. I'll mention Kuzima. Yeah, Kuzima. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess I, I know, thinking that I can't lie to her, I'm like, oh, well, there's also Averin, and then there's also, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of Megan's character's name right off the top of my head. It's hard Sophia's. to pronounce. Sophia. Sophia, that's it. Okay. And Sophia, uh, I will mention the frontline fighters as they could probably actually use a favor from the open lord way more than most people could. Okay. This is true. So yeah, we'll right. make a, we'll make a big list basically. I'll I'll write it down for her okay. in very okay. elegant handwriting because uh, of course we must be very fancy here. Mm. And then uh, I will give her the list of those names. Yep. And uh, you are assured that um, <clears throat> these people will all get the benefit of the city, not the right. benefit of the favor. Oh, and Salazar yeah. also is on that list. 
Did Salazar help us? It doesn't matter. Salazar's on the list, all right? Look, okay, okay. I'm putting Salazar on the list. It doesn't matter. He's a good boy. He's one of us. He's a BFG. He gets on the list. The goodest right. boy. I will let you know you're probably right that you can't lie to her. Salazar was there. Yep. Oh, rock on. Perfect. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're oh, right. Salazar he was there. Was there. Okay, Salazar okay, okay. was there. Do we also write Sally? Sally, Sally was not there. What What was the I name? She was of the... the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the thing that gives us access to the city transportation and all that? Oh, uh, the seal of the open lord. Yeah. Thank you. Harold is just blown away as he's like thinking about what a favor from the open lord could like what even that, would that be the favor is one for all of us not one for each of us Correct. yes yeah That's just making good. sure yeah yeah He's definitely but, reinstated this is not something to be given lightly but it is also something that will not be refused as long as it is not criminal criminal for her to do right yep my informants also tell me that you have been doing work you have been doing works of charity in the field world, even creating a small garrison of people to help patrol similar to the watch. I am curious. What are your plans with the field world? Um, plan. I, oh, go ahead. I, I, no, go ahead, dude. Uh, I think our plans are to see, uh, and I, of course, mean no disrespect to you or anybody else, and I, I know these are complicated matters, but we see the field ward as people that need help. And when I look around the city, I, I am a little sad for them sometimes because it feels like they are in a bad position. And so it, it we took it upon ourselves to kind of try to elevate their position and help them kind of take care of themselves. And we, I think ultimately our goal would be one day, you know, pie in the sky, we'd love to see them be a part of the city. Our goal, per se, and I'll agree with my companion here, we want to give them a sense that they are improving and turning the community into something new, that their endeavors mean something, and to also give them a sense of hope, give them the ability to know that they too can protect even what little they have, and perhaps turn it into something greater. We want to see them thrive and flourish. They deserve it. And everybody deserves it. You see her wait for the other two to respond. Petunia and V. Uh, I, I personally am not as involved in the field ward as, as them. I, but I, they're doing a lot of good work and they're making a difference. And, and the people in the field ward are they deserve to be part of the city just as much as anyone else. Doesn't matter how much they have in their pocket. In my opinion, humbly. <clears throat> um, personally, I um, believe that, you know, everyone has the right to be educated and that I feel like when we have an area that is undereducated and then we punish them for being undereducated, it's not fair. And I wanna help fix that because I don't see how 
continuing to treat a ward of the city like that is beneficial to anybody. I couldn't agree more and has been something that I have been trying to do since I took feet <laughs> in this. However, sadly, the money stolen and sequestered by the former corrupt open lord was to go towards that. And if it was possible to find a way to return it, we could pay the way for the field lord to begin its transition to becoming an official part of the city. I turn and look at everybody else what this look like. I mean, you don't need any you don't need any insight to know it's like we gotta tell her is written all over his face. And then she'll continue, but sadly that was lost when it was claimed by Umberly's couch. Can I make an insight check on her? Of course. General insight. Don't do my uh, maybe. Twenty-four. Um she is telling the truth and what she believes from what she has been told. Okay. Harold looks almost pleadingly at you guys now. I mean, didn't Renair specifically say to bring up the stone to her? Uh, he did not. He said... Bring up Starbuckler to her, is what he yeah. said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he never mentioned the stone. Well, I'm sure if somebody could find a way to return it, they would. Harold looks a little disappointed but he just kind of nods it's like yeah i understand we can't take a risk is there anything else yes mm -hmm. yes um we found ourselves in the midst of trying to alleviate some of the stresses of the gangs on the the city we found ourselves in a bit of a tight spot we were pushed into, um, well, you see, we have this understanding with Manchun after we disrupted his operations that we were to no longer disrupt his operations. And of course I agreed with that, but of course I had no intentions of stopping his, that. Um, not, all not all of us agreed. Um, so I continued to work against him. Well, one of his lieutenants or generals or something found out that I was doing this and was holding it over the team's heads that if we do not perform an assassination of a noble, then we would be in a position where he would tell Manchun that we were continuing to work against him. And obviously that would have dire repercussions for us. So with that being said, we're technically supposed to kill Starbuckler by the end of the week. Uh, what's like his first name? Guy. Uh, Starduck. Starduck Starbuckler. Starduck. You claim to be intertwined with a plot to assassinate them. This is punishable by death. We were I, just... I suspect that this is the urgent matter that Renair warned me you would be bringing to my attention. Yes. So, speak plainly. Are you planning to go through with it? No. No. That was never no. the intention. Nor will oh. we ever, yes. No. Um, said that oh. an agent of Manchu tasked you with this. Yes, an uh, agent is, known as the Winter's Wind. And it is our intention to turn this into an opportunity to capture or deal with him. 
what do you know about what he can do this winter's wind? He seems capable of making those around him extremely susceptible to his opinions and almost to pity him as though he were the source of my cat is snoring if y'all can hear that i'm so sorry <laughs> holy cow i wish i could now damn it's it so loud um i'm sorry we oh. i've completely lost my place we are uh somebody else explain it. i'm sorry so um, so basically he did some spell stuff on me. I'm not really great with uh, defending myself against mind magic. And he pretty much made me feel so bad for him. And that Starbuckler dude like was probably a bully and deserved it, which is not ever a thought I would have you, on my own. She'll hold her hand up. You saw him cast this spell? I did not, no. What is he? I don't know. I an Aladrin. Really He's an Aladrin. Ah, a winter Aladrin. That makes sense. This is what they do. This Make is you what feel they bad? From the winter court of the Feywild. But what can he do beyond that? Do, can I, thinking back, can I think of any other thing I've seen the Winter's Wind do? No, he had the ability to teleport, which would mean he's a powerful mage of some sort. I can remember that it was cold around him, right? It was cold. I, I'll mention that. It's a winter. Yeah. But the teleportation is definitely something that you remember him doing. It's kind of the only thing you've ever seen him do. Right. That's every what I was going to say. Every time you've seen him, he's done something with transporting. So I'll explain that. It's like, yeah, we see, we saw him teleport like Voss said, but other than that, not a lot. He moves, I mean, he seems like he's all over the place. Manchun trusts him. He is no doubt very powerful and very cunning. What is your plan to capture someone who can easily transport themselves away? Well, we were hoping that you would assist us in this. We have a small, the beginnings of a plan which may potentially capture him. Well, as protector of Faerun, the leader of this great city, I must acknowledge the oftentimes necessity of the Zintaro. They have aided us many times against the forces that threaten our livelihood, but always at their own personal gain. However, Manchun is a blight upon this world and every clone should be eradicated. What is your plan? It involves the upcoming gala. We know for a fact Thardak Starbuckler is going to be there. We would need Harper assistance on this. But if there is a way we can let it be seen and confirmed that we assassinated him, and make away with his body, we can use that as bait to lure out the winter's wind. He's going to want to make sure he's dead and make sure he's not resurrected. Thardak Starbuckler is rich and no doubt has access to something like that. Knowing that, 
gives us an opportunity to potentially corner him in a single place and have a meeting area. This will be something he wants. While it's not the best laid out plan, it is an opportunity, which I imagine in a war like this is rare. It might even pay to reach him earlier than the night so that he's aware of the plan going into it, but then I don't know what kind of an actor he is, how well he can put on a show. I take it none of you have spoken with Starbuckler yet? Not yet. This would be a difficult thing for us to approach him with, considering we are but strangers to him. What do you need from me to help? We would need almost all of the guards at this gala to be under your or Harper control. For that us to be- doable. Damn. Unfortunately, the guards will be of Castellanta repute and there's nothing I can do to fix that as everything has been set in motion. And had I more than three days, I could probably arrange something. Fair I enough. Can, I cannot. Then could you is at least a... can... Go ahead, Sasha. Is, is there a way to make... It would thought... cause too much suspicion if I were to immediately change guards. Sure. Is, is there a way to make... I apologize, this is going to be indelicate. Um, is there a way to make a corpse look like somebody else? Anything is anything is doable with magic, but anything that is done with magic can also be undone with magic. I believe your plan to feign his death is wise and good plan. What we would need from you is, I know for a fact that there is a potion with the ability to feign death could procure that for us that would save us the cost and the trouble and secondly we would need someone aside from ourselves to arrange a meeting with Starbuckler. this is going to go off without a hitch he's going to need to know <gasps> oh wait he's a noble yeah. I, could, I could interview him for the book and tell him. You know I what? Can, I can inform him, but that is a good idea if you would like to get close to him. Convincing him to do this is not going to be easy. No. Our buckler is a set in his ways individual. But friendly, right? Like, totally nice guy. Really easy to talk to, maybe. Maybe not. All right, well. That's I'm likable yeah. enough. Yes, you are. In any case, a kind word or at least something to help us along with this would be most appreciated. I mean, his family is, is very influential. It makes sense when to be part of your book. Convincing him of this is going to be difficult. There is something else. If we're going to do this with full view, without any guards to back us up, would it be possible to get Harpers or people on the inside on the guest list at least? Not many to arouse suspicion, but a few. 
could assist us on the inside. I can probably secure you two invitations. Excellent. That's something at least. For your And do you have, perhaps, to us the best plan an escape route when this is done as we must leave with the body? The complete grounds, the complete uh, blueprints of the grounds of the castle lanterns themselves. Can that I be procured? I do not have access to that. Damn. I apologize. No, you're, this is the best mm-hmm. help we've received. This is fantastic and we are in extreme amounts of debt and gratitude to you also any kind of magical implements that could help us move and escape to borrow not have but to borrow for a time would be appreciated perhaps something to cover our tracks cause a distraction or even a quick escape would be helpful i can probably procure you a a way out to where if you could get him out, you would not have to leave the party. Excellent. It works. In fact, I believe I will put someone who is already acquainted with you in charge of this. Maloon War Dragon. Maloon? Doing? Fair enough. I trust your judgment. He is good and is looking to earn Azur Edge back. Fair. Um, Harold's going to look over at Voss and be like, like, actually, I'm going to whisper to him. I'm going to be like, so are we bringing up the Xanathar? If, If you want, it's your call. Fuck. I think Uh, we should. This is your call, Harold. I'm going to straighten up and I'm going to say I think I know the identity of the new Xanathar. In fact, I absolutely know the identity of the new Xanathar. You do? Who is it? Um, I need to look up how to pronounce his name. I know. Alberti Freschetti? Hold on, I got it. Alberti Freschetti or something like that. Alberto Fresco. That sounds right. That's about right. Albert failed it. Alberto Fiaschetti. Albert Fettuccini. Uh, No. It is Alberto Fiaschetti. Alberto Fiaschetti. Fiaschetti. Okay, so I will say uh, Alberto Fiaschetti is the new... Xanathar. I have it on good authority that, I mean, I know from personal experience and past mistakes I've made that he is a very, very dangerous man. Um, yeah, most people know him as the Rose. You see her lean back. I see. These are very strong accusations to not only label 
accuse him of being the new Xanathar, but the Rose as well. A known assassin. And by telling you this, I've put mine and everybody in here's life at risk. But I'm telling you this because there's no path to justice that doesn't require sacrifice. Oh, good lord. If, if I may, as a lore seeker of Agma, I will personally vouch that this information is true. I will have to confirm this. Obviously, I would not expect you to just believe it. Take your time, watch him. It won't be long before you see some strange stuff. If this is true, then I shall owe you two favors. That is most grateful. I, I, I'd be most grateful of, of for, um, thank you. Very generous. That is very generous. Thank you. Uh, but I know it's true and I know the risk that comes from telling you this and I accept it. I see. Well, thank you for your bravery for this city. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's where I keep my stuff. I would like to use my favor now. Would, would you rather forget you pay me? For everybody. Um, yeah, it's one favor for all of us. Oh, for all of us? For the whole group? Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. individual. I don't say that. I don't say that then. Okay. That would be um, horribly selfish. She she speaks up. Would you rather forget you told me? Uh, I missed what she said. She asked if I would rather forget if I told her. Uh, I, if you're interrogated later, it might... Or confronted, yeah, rather. Yeah, he will interrogate me if he he's going to ask. I think it's best we forget. Um, I think it's best we forget. I don't want to. Okay, well, I I'm okay with it. I'll forget. Right. I will not. Uh, One second, get a phone call. Okay. All right. May I ask what you are going to do? I'm going to reach into the weave, into the fabrics of his mind, and I'm going to pull the memory out. If it's not too much to ask, and she'll she'll kind of sort of give Harold a, a look, and she'll go, I think it would be best if I didn't know either. I think he would prefer it if I didn't have that kind of information in my head either. She nod. Forgive my ignorance of the weave. Um, but is this magic, is there, is this common, or is this something powerful scope? It is fairly. I see. Can it be reversed? It can. Oh. Someone powerful in divine magic can restore. I see. It you don't have to a, worry about me being that good. It takes a great deal of power 
It is not, not divination. Divine. Oh. And smiles. Carol's gonna rest a hand on Petunia's shoulder proudly. Uh, which kind of takes you aback because you never told her you were a divination wizard. That is I mean, true. She, she blushes. I mean, at the same time, she's like, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course she knows. Oh my god, of course she knows. <laughs> uh, and uh, she will, you will watch as are y'all ready? Who all is partaking? Hi, hi, Captain. No, not me, not me. I'm just... So I know Petunia, Harold, Boss, are you forgetting? I'm not forgetting, no. no. Okay, so Harold and Petunia, you watch as she reaches up and literally pulls the weed from above and begins a somatic that encases your mind. And very similar to the way Petunia pulls a memory, you watch as she stretches her hands and pulls the memory as you watch in like this ethereal display of the moment happening before you like a magical hologram as she then removes it and washes it away into the weed. And what was it? What was it you took? I didn't say something embarrassing, did I? Tell me I didn't say anything about pants. Everything's fine, Harold. Okay, all right, no never mind. No talk of pants. No talk of pants. Let's not, let's not bring up bad memories. And this takes about a minute each and uh, she does the same to you, Petunia. As you forget that you told or heard Harold say that the Rose, Aldoberta Fiaschetti, is the new, the new Xanathar. Yep. Yep, no idea. But that is the only thing you forget. That right, of course. Completely intact. Cool. Does that mean you bring up, should we tell him? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, Harold will nod and be like, I don't know what you did exactly, but I appreciate you doing it. Thank you. It is something you asked me to do. I totally trust you. She smiles warmly. I smile warmly back. Like it is clear, Harold's like, wow, she's so friendly and nice and easy to talk to. It just Harold is like, I feel like I'm like at an old friend's house. <laughs> is there anything else that I can do for you? Um, is that everything <laughs> other than the last thing? Um. Petunia actually was. Yes, there's one more thing. Petunia has a favor to ask. But not the it's favor. Not just the like favor. A, not the favor. But it's just, like a small. Oh, I almost would, but I couldn't. I, but if if it's not if it's not too much to ask, I I'm. I. Could you sign my autograph book? She smiled. <laughs> and takes the book and coyly, coyly asks if this is the favor from everyone. No, not, uh, not, not this time. I think yeah. we'll hold Before on. you're answering, yeah. she's already signed. Yeah, I know. You watch as she opens to a blank page and using her finger, you watch as she signs and burns it in to the, the book and you watch as as quickly as she signs it, you watch as it dissolves and disappears but you know it's there. Oh, thank you. 
Harold's gonna hug Petunia tightly around the shoulders. She's actually like tearing up a little bit. She's looking at the at the page where she signed and is just shaking in absolute glee. Uh, and if you have the abilities to see through invisibility, you'll always be present. Oh, that's so neat. Wow. Um, There is one last thing. Recently, we found ourselves taken in our sleep. And when we awoke, after a bit of trial and error, we discovered we were on a beer. That is impossible. No, we were there. It is impossible to go to a beer. You must be mistaken. Someone bewitched your mind. I, trust me, I can provide you with evidence, but first, um, we were able to return because of the help of an individual who is well known to you. Kelvin Aronson was there in the Blackstaff Tower. I have been widowed for over a hundred years. Kelvin was one of the greatest men to walk Toral. Do not speak his sacrifice. Whether near or far. Her head cocks to the side as her eyes squint towards you. She hesitantly waits for you to continue. He He's trapped there. He can't return. But he asked us to deliver this to you. And so she holds out the letter. And she hesitantly takes the letter from your hands. What are your surface thoughts? Everybody? Uh, Station, particularly. I am so sorry I have to hurt her like this. I'm so, so sorry that we have to deliver this news. She begins speaking quietly to herself, but still loud enough to hear as you watch her mind forget your presence in the room as if she is worlds away lost within herself. Whether near or far, you are my moon and stars. And with a shimmer that washes over the arcane sealed letter, bearing the waxed seal of the moon stars, written from a man separated across worlds for over a hundred years, you watch her shell break for the briefest of moments as she stifles a heartbreaking gasp. Her glossy, wide eyes like dams holding back a waterfall, look up into the shimmering weave above as she continues to herself. Is this why you sent me here? To find him? And as if snapping back from an ethereal plane and remembering your presence, she quickly hides the opened envelope behind her, tucking it away before quickly and calmly thanking you once again your services to the city and dismisses you from her chambers. I bow my head gratefully. I put my hand reassuringly on Seisha's shoulder to remind her she's done the right thing. Just kind of give her like a firm shake and then I'm going to nod to her and say, we are forever grateful. Open Lord. Thank you. 
And Seisha, yes. as you go to leave, you notice a single tear fall across her cheek as she turns away, staring at the letter in her hands. I won't say a word until we're outside. And as you all head back, Harold, you notice something in the corner of your eye. It was weird, like a still image stuck in a series of moving images through the reflection of one of the shops along the road. When you went to investigate, you found nothing that stood out to you as if it disappeared. You look inside the store and you see a barber shop, but nothing more, neither inside nor outside. You all head back to the tavern. Um, and what do you guys do? I can get a drink. Now, I went in that barber shop, right? I, I like went in, took a look around, nothing weird. No. Okay. Do you need a haircut, Harold? I, you know, the old ears lowered. Uh, I think it'd look a little nice, you know? I'm trying the shorter cut. I could go even shorter if I wanted to, but you can sense probably there's a nervousness around him when he's talking like this. Uh, yeah, you know, I just think like a little lower, like a little more, a little. Let's get home. Yeah. Let's get home quick. Uh, uh, Harold's going to stand in such a way that he is like blocking Petunia's back. And uh, he's really quiet for the rest of the trip. Petunia casts Sea Invisibility and looks at her book the entire way home. And you can see through illusory script that there you see the signature of the Open Lord. And one of the founding members of the Moonstar, and the wife of Kelvin Aronson, and the chosen of Mistra, one of the seven sisters, etched into your book. It says all that? No, those are just all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an entire she, page. Looking at the book, she's like, I, I can't believe you. You met him, too. Uh. uh you gotta make sure no one accidentally signs over that. Of course not. I know exactly what page this is on. I'm never gonna forget that. No, I just mean like when you hand the book now, it has to be already open. Fair enough. This is uh this is a big step up for us. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's a big step up for us. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. This is great. Everything that happened there was great. I just, fuck that poor lady. Why do so many love stories end so sadly? Hey, 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 Seisha, look at me. That story's just beginning. You think she's going to stop now? We gave her hope. It yeah. seemed like she was sad, but for the first time in a hundred years, she's got hope. The story's just beginning. It's good to have powerful allies in any case, and we've struck a blow against the Xanathar no matter what. As long as we're proactive, we can continue to move forward. I have to go whenever we get back. I'm confused about something that you were talking about, though. Me? About what? The stone. What about it? What is it? What do you mean? Oh, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, You'll understand, Stan Goss. Trust me. Okay. All right. 
trying to think if we forgot to tell her anything. No, we told her everything. Okay, cool. Everything we needed to. Rock on. But I still not know. Still don't know. Great. Okay. And as you return to the manor, you are all met by the devilishly handsome elvish man, Devil Starsong. You. As he is found playing an upbeat, catchy tune that has the whole tavern joining in on the chorus. Oh no, he's good, isn't he? He's really damn good. <laughs> oh god, this guy's great. Harold walks in and he's like, oh damn, that's great. He's really good. And it's hard not to sing along yourself. Oh, I am. As the refrain is extremely catchy. Yep. And at surface value, it seems to be a song about a man dancing with a woman. But the double entendre lyrics tell the story of a man who sold his soul to a devil. You eventually all get back together upstairs where Davil smiles and lays out five small chests he pulls from a crate, all filled with 20 crescent moons each, equaling <clears throat> a thousand gold to each of you. Uh, I know where that's going. Harold opens it up and just turns to Voss. As Voss he... does not make that noise, but internally, uh, that noise is being made. What? Uh, and as he does, he shakes your hand, Voss, and slips something into your palm. It takes an hour. Yep. Gotcha. I take it. But he shakes it, and as he does, he goes... You know, Istrid convinced me to turn this, uh, turn the box into the Sacrosaints. At first, there were a lot of questions, but we told uh, a version of the truth where we found out about a ship man for our Manchun being smuggled in. We thought we'd intervene. Let the me heroes tell you. you are. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Let me tell you, they were more than happy for its return. And for what they paid for it, as you can see. And what you see here is just for you. My crew got paid as well. With Whoa. that. What was it? I can only imagine what's strapped inside. Best thing is, though, if they're ever to lose it again, we'll just hunt it down and return it for more money. <laughs> that was the selling point for Mr. Because... If I throw it into Umberly's cash, I'm paying some bitch queen. I'd rather get paid. So, <clears throat> while I was up there, I saw some scrappy gecko in a white coat. Heard him mention your name. The Hi. infamous name. <laughs> um, but uh, Zoran said that he helped you all take down the undead Itar. Yes, yeah. it's Salazar. All right, if you say he did. He's one of us. He did. Well, uh, I've done my good deed for the day. I'm going to stop by a potential partner across the street and then probably find some fest hall to uh, entertain. Bye. Sounds good to me. Oh, by the way. Last thing, as he reaches into a back pocket, he goes, um, I got Blavin to make a pair of these. I heard you're going. I don't know what you're doing at a noble's gala, but a few extra hands to carry out a few extra coins they won't miss. 
is never a bad thing. Can I bring a date? Can I bring a date? They're blank, so you can write whatever name you want. That's I, I take one of them and I hand them one of them to Seja. <laughs> um, I take the other and I look at Davil. Seisha looks at Petunia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Holds the invitation out to Petunia. Maybe Petunia yeah, okay. should get I, an invite. <laughs> I slowly figured that out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think strategically. If you're more of a thief, I might invite you. But you can just <laughs> stay at the outside and watch inside. I have decent sleight of hand. I just don't let's look like the, I do. Yes, the, you take, Petunia takes the other invitation. Boss, let's invite <laughs> the NPC and make the PC sit outside. No, I mean, it's all good. Um, Davil, Davil looks and smiles and goes, oh, you know, I might forge my own, but I have other plans for that night. And with that, we're going to end tonight's session. Ooh! Yeah! Wow, that was oh, great. so much information. So much information. So much, Awesome! Of, so much. We got a lot hope. of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of hope. That was yeah. great. Not going on. Yay! We, we survived another game! Yay! Yay. This and hopefully, great. Vinley will soon as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully. Uh, boss, you can attune to the necklace, if you so wish, and bump your con score to 19, uh, if it does not already do so when you attune to it. Oh, uh, good lord, uh, that nearly doubles my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, just imagine how Vinley's gonna feel. Oh, yeah. Um, Seisha, just before we, we quit, Seisha's gonna get the stone out of Voss's stuff. You, out of, oh, oh, you don't know he has it. No, Voss. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, got it. The stuff that was returned from uh, Pierre Jean's palace. Yes. Uh, you go through his stuff, you don't find it. Yep. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, remind to everyone, hashtag Eldridge and hashtag Beyond if you have not done so to win an Eldridge Foundry miniature or the Blacksmith and Archmage dice sets. Uh, to They're so cool. On D&D Beyond, they are really awesome. Yep. Um, so uh, if you have not entered, please enter now. Remember, subscribers, uh, this is September. If you subscribe, you're three times more likely to win. Please enter, enter only once so you're not disqualified. Uh, I hope this... It, it's been six days in place since you've taken care of the Xanathar. It feels like three months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like 2020. Yeah, yeah. shit done. <laughs> yeah, so it just to put into perspective of, of risk and reward and when it's paid out, it may seem like a long time, uh, but it, it does not go unnoticed or un, unrewarded. Yeah. Um, you, there is still a lot more to learn over the next couple of days as you yep, prepare because uh, yep. we didn't get to a lot of stuff. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to the next day. We, yeah, we got <laughs> to the next day. Yep. Are either of you two surprised? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, no. no. I've always got a list. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't even get into like the small little things that you guys wanted to do. It was all the big things that had to happen first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All good, all good. This is a great session. This is I know great. what I'm doing next session. And that yeah. that gold we got. Oh, we to a meeting? 
1,000 per each of us, right? Ooh, Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. That is, everybody should have 1,000 extra gold. Um, and do Oof. not worry, Vinley is also getting paid. I figured as much. I didn't think we'd. Yeah. Petunia did not steal extra money. as just money Wait, that... Wait, what? In, in this, you weren't there for the, the box payout. Right. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. But just, okay. You, but you still got paid. Oh, as oh. Down, as he put down five. Venley's <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well, That's that, what I'm saying. I, she not... did not. Venley is getting oh. paid. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't know what's in that box, but it's huge. Watch it be the next stone eye. Huge that you guys know. Uh, did not no, allow it, it to fall into the hands of. Yeah, no kidding. If they're willing to pay that kind of money, I, I dabble with speaking my language. I'll let somebody else steal. I'll bring it back. <laughs> like, amen. Um, I gotta go buy a dress. V, we ha well, you have to help me buy a dress. Yeah, V is set for life. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but she still has to come with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go shopping. Yeah. Chop, chop. Shopping episode. More so, more so. Montage. Just tell us what you think. Hashtag beyond. We got some winners. Winners. We got some winners. Uh, winner Winning of box. the uh, uh, blacksmith dice and the uh, archmage dice is. Captain Charmy. <laughs> and the winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Session Zero Clothing. Hey, congratulations. Yay! Awesome. Thank you to everyone. Um, and let me just check something real quick before we do things. Remember to go to D4 Extra Live to do any donations for the... Uh, Children's Miracle Networks, um, as we are raising money for them, and we have lots of giveaways. Whoa! Oh, hey, we got a hundred dollars. Awesome! Hey, Thank rock on! Very, very much. Yes. That is a hundred dollars further into our goal. Does that hit one of our stretch marks? I don't think it does. Uh, it Let's get does. Five K, y'all. No, not until we hit fifteen fifty. So yeah. we're. We're little less than 200 away from the Spellbinder Nightfall dice. Yes, hopefully we can give that away next session. Remember, um, every dollar counts, and if you can't during these hard times, just please spread the word, because this is for our favorite charity and uh, a big one at that. Yep. Just trying to give some kids a life of adventure uh, when they're already fighting their own battles. Um, so thank you again. Thank you for watching. And uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. All right, go for it. Harold Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday sun... Uh, oh, my God, I screwed it up. Harold Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or catch the podcast again every Sunday with a one-week delay. Now up. V, could you bring me the rash cream, please? Rock.